What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My internet's Whoa. not working to start the show. Give me a second. That was weird. <laughs> Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Bondly Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Derek Gunn in his gray. I am Rob Ellis hanging out with you. Hope everybody's doing well. See everybody in the chat room. T for Tony. Captain Tony. Only STE Showtime. Our girl Chris, Adam, Danny no. D. David they get on, Ray, they get on the show Trent, before we Adam. do. That's smoke. Love all hey, you guys. Barrett, that's an interesting color blue you have going there. I don't know, man. I'm trying to white. You know, so usually you can, you can, um, yeah. your camera, you, you white balance it and it comes up right. Oh, and then look at that. Yeah, but then it goes away. You know, I used yeah, to be a producer it, back in my day, man. Special I effect, man. <laughs> yeah. It went back to blue again. Right 
That's weird. Smurfing, you know what? I'm smurfing the day, man. I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> when it goes to that blue, I'm thinking down, chicken, down, down. That's not what you said in the meeting. in the gutter already. Hey, right, right, right. No, it's right. not. No. He said in the meeting was very inappropriate, everyone. Oh, really? I want you guys you, to know you, that. You want to talk to me about inappropriate? <laughs> you want to talk to me about inappropriate? <laughs> you? What are you talking about, dear Derek? Robert? Hi. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> How many times? How many times has our brother sworn on this show? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, to the point, have your has your wife or my wife had to get on the show and, and correct us about our language? Well, I don't. I would say not a ton. He has. He has. I didn't, I, no, 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 no. I didn't ask you that. Just stop being a politically correct individual here. Um. Uh, you know. I, I. Hey. 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 I don't hey. know the number. I think it's done out of passion, not for. It uh, is. It is. It is. You yes. have passion. I have yes. passion. Can we not control ourselves? Yeah, but what you said was not passionate. It was about passion, <laughs> but not that type of passion. You know yes. what? Just move on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. All right. We'll, we'll keep it moving. To all of our friends uh, observing Yom Kippur, I uh, hope you have a good uh, have a good day today. Uh, we're hanging out with you. It is October, believe it or not, fifth already. We're still getting rained on in the Delaware Valley. It's just, we it are, man. Stopped. It's pounding me, man. I, oh. I wanted, you know what? I had some stuff going, man. I, like I, I, I wanted to sand my truck down so I can get ready to paint. But I wanted to paint it yeah. next week. I'm gonna paint it myself. Mm. So I want to paint it next week, but I can't do it because I haven't been able to fix, you know, a lot of the stuff that need to be fixed. Now it's not gonna be like a perfect paint job. This is a truck that I'm gonna use to haul stuff around. Right. But I wanted to be presentable, you know, so I got stuff I got to fix on it, you know, like the dually wheel well. I had to fiberglass that, you know, saying I can't fiberglass it. The other side did one side. I can't do the other side because it's too cold and too rainy. Uh, it won't come out right. So I'm trying to get stuff done, but I can't get it done, man. So okay. I don't know, I'm going to rip the interior out and put a radio in it. My, my task is simple. My task is simpler. Um, a friend of ours um, tells my wife that they're selling – uh, our, through our church selling rose bushes, uh, eight rose bushes for a hundred bucks. What? Oh yeah. So, and they're, they're not, they're, they're many, they're many rose bushes, but they're really pretty. That's so I raise up, right? I know I price. raise up there and I get eight of them. Yeah. So they're still sitting in the pots and she has strategically told me what she wants me to plant them. So after well, I pick up cruise tomorrow, um, and his mom gets them at four 30, I got to hustle. And get these eight bushes planted because the ground is perfect now. It's soft as well. Uh, it'll but... be easy digging. Yeah, it'll be yeah. it gets dark. It gets dark sooner though. That's the only that's problem. the problem. That's yeah, the problem. You need to like crank as soon as the show. Morning, mom. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I got to gotta pick up. I got to pick up little cruise tomorrow at well, three. Cruise can help you, man. You know, you can knock out right? half of them. I think me, you're going to get an hour and a half. Oh no, I can do an hour and a half. Great helper, man. Oh yeah, let me yeah let me tell you, cruise how cruise helps. So I had cruise come out one day and help me pull weeds. I, I mean, we bought him his own little set of workman gloves. Like the, he got, I, you know, I got like ten different pairs. So he's always putting on mine. So we got him some of his own. Yeah. He comes outside. He helps for five minutes. Tata, I'm done. I'm tired. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so the other day, the other day, I had him outside helping me water all the plants and stuff on the on the patio. Tata, that, that's it. I'm tired. <laughs> he knows how to play you, man. He I'm, like, five minutes. I'm like, what? I said, no, no, no. We're not done. He goes, but I want to go inside. So he walks up the steps and he has a sandbox and he has, he is, he is sewing the dinosaurs. This kid can pronounce every dinosaur name 
At three years old, he can tell you in detail what a herbivore is and what a carnivore is. He told me. He told me him. He, I'm telling you. He, he gave me a lesson. Remember, he gave me a lesson. My, my wife buys his kids clothing yeah. all the time. It's always a dinosaur theme. So I went to Cabela's. I said, no, I'm breaking this up. I went to Cabela's. I bought him a shirt, a long sleeve shirt. Had a big bass on it, caricature on the front of it. Oh, man, he loved that shirt. That's See, awesome. Get him going fishing. That's right. That's right. He, he loved it. Although I don't want to go fishing, but, you know, with, with everything that's going on, now you know NBC. It's 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 uh it's kind of crazy now because you know what's being in the playoffs. That means I got to pull a little double duty now, man. You know what I mean? A little double, double duty. duty. Yeah, Look, oh, we got oh we got a bunch of jokesters here. Uh, T for tuna. Hopefully D Gun is better at planting rose bushes than fishing. <laughs> and then and then we got Sammy Chan. Uh, with Sammy Chan. It's Barrett at a nightclub. What's with the blue lighting? <laughs> I know, man. I know. It's not wrong. Blue light special. Yeah, I'm going to try to white balance it again. Uh, yeah, but it, the problem is it'll be good for a minute, and then it goes kicks right back. Not even a minute. See, yeah, all, right you, all you're doing is just putting a piece of paper in front of the camera. No, white balance it. When you white balance it, the camera adjusts it, and then you get a better color. Well, I understand you know white balancing. We've done do a TV forever, but I've never – Oh, you're on, a, you're, you're on a laptop, right? Yes. yes I've never had a white balance. I'm on a, I'm on a uh, iMac. Okay, yeah, I mean it's back. Gonna, all right, it's blue. Right. I was yeah. gonna say because I never had to white balance a laptop, iPad, or anything. I know. Well, it that's works weird. Yeah, it works. You gotta do what you gotta do. We'll figure it out. We'll figure. I just it be out. blue today, baby. Yes. It's, it's, it's you know it's a it's a. Oh, baby, it's the blue light special. Man. Oh, see, I said, oh, oh, I'm I'm inappropriate. You say it in front of our audience. TLC song. See, I'm 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 oh. I, I just see I see I wasn't gonna say you said it. But you know, you just said it, so that's why I said. Oh, no, I, that, that was. I, I, I was thinking, that, I was thinking psychedelic, baby. Rob, I'm just letting you both know now. At, at any point of this show today, if you come to me and ask me a question, and I go, "Huh," it's because I'm so fixed on this blue background, I can't focus on what you guys are saying. <laughs> You're I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you right I know. now. Uh, that know. was that was AI's nickname for Aaron McKee. He used to call Aaron McKee Blue. Blue, <laughs> yeah, but that's for that's for a different reason, though. For a different reason, right, 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 right. That's right, what he right. called. Yeah. Anyway, um, so my boy, we call him Smoke. Yes, oh, I Smoke, a hey, Smoke man was the best basketball player on the block. Oh my goodness, oh, yeah. Patton, man. You know what? Growing up, I had friends that I promise you, I promise you. Could have played in the NBA. They used to play yeah. right down there in Kenlock Park. You know where, yeah. where I'm from in Kenlock. Yeah, yeah. They used to play Ken. You put them outside on a goal. They can shoot from half court and won't miss. Mm -hmm. Smoke and Steve. But you put them in an organized basketball room. There's a lot of guys like that. Oh, Playground can, legends. Yeah. Go, yeah. go to uh, go, what is it? Rutgers in New York. Yeah, Rutgers. Rucker, yeah, it's yeah. Le legendary. How many basketball players that play pickup there could have been NBA players? AI, all of them just yep. messed it up because of outside activity. Just didn't yep. get the breaks. Some but, guys uh, can't play in the structure. They can't. No. it's just not who they are. You and know? you get you get some NBA players that go up there in the summer and play also all the time. You, that's yeah. it's, that's a rite of passage now. If you don't, if you yes. don't go up there, yeah, you're not you're not really a, a, a real hooper. Yeah, real baller. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All, all right, right let's so let's back on the show. Let's go. That's all right. Couple things. Uh, yeah, I enjoy the casual conversation better. But well, do we got to do what we got to do. Th this is fascinating because the Eagles run here with awards is ridiculous. So Hassan Reddick is the defensive player of the week, week four in the NFC. Wow. Listen okay. to this. So they've had Slay week two, Brandon Graham week three, yep. Reddick week four, first week. Zach McPherson was the special teams player of the week. So they've been covered for every single individual week. And Jalen Hurts wins the offensive player of the month 
in the NFC for September. You really can't start much better than that, man. No, no. You just need to rename the award the Eagles Award of, of the week in the month. Just just or, rename or, it. Or you name it the Howie Roseman uh, Award. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's uh, um, pretty pretty unreal. Uh, uh, Hassan Reddick, the last two games, has finally uh, kind of lived up to, to the expectation. Um, and, and I said this – I don't know if I said it on this show, but I did, did say it on a postgame show. The success they had against uh, Trevor Lawrence – I think their entire secondary should also get an award of the week because of their ability to hold up on the back end and allow the guys in the front to do a lot of what they did, which is slap the ball out of and create a lot of stuff like that. Right. So, you know, that secondary, you know, um, doesn't get enough credit, I think, for their ability to converge on, on the ball, to cover in one-on-one situations. Um, but that's not taking anything away from Hassan Reddick because he did what he did. But I think we, and I think we need. Oh, they're saying the Gannon Award. Here we go. Oh, uh, here we go. Right in Rob's wheelhouse. Oh, trust me. Later, we are going to reinforce the Gann wagon. I, I, I'm putting like, you, you know, I'm putting like big. I'll get to it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But I, you, there will be hold, some, you can there, hold my seat still. Yeah, there was some Gannon stuff coming. Yeah, but go ahead. Well, go ahead there. No, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, you 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 you're. you're you're right in the aspect that, that those cornerbacks, man, I just want to say you can run anything you want to run. Right. So because, you know, they're good enough to cover. I mean, I'm telling you, man, I used to pop Ed asses like they were M&Ms back when I had, you know, the secondary where I had four, Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas and, and all those guys. You know what I'm saying? They didn't work well together. They go other places to become, you know, superstars. Right. They but, didn't fit I mean, here. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I was like, come on, what is going on? Well, these guys here – they can cover, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, getting thrown over the top and all that type of stuff every single play. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's almost an embarrassment of riches because all three corners, you know, both wide corners in the slot corner, I said the best trio of football gives you ability now to have your guys up front, make a difference. Also, it was for so long. It was just the defensive line. You know, if the defense line didn't get there, we were just stuck. Well, now they have a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, give, give a little leeway to get there, man. You know, mm-hmm. and then a perfect example also of sometimes you just don't worry about the system. Just let them go. Let them go hunt. Mm-hmm. And that's Hassan Reddick. Everybody can say, well, we got to figure out a way that he can, you know, maximize what he is as a player. You know, maybe we need to put him inside. No. The boy's a defensive end. Yes. He's not a linebacker. He's Who cares how big he is? Just let him right. come off the edge. Right. I don't, well, I don't care. He's going to hold up against the run. No, he's holding up five against the run. He's setting the edge and everything. Yeah. Just I, put the ball out there outside and let him rush. I still say move him around. I'm not – and I'm saying that's to his – I'm not saying – I still believe that you can even better utilize him, move him around. Like you look at some of the better edge pass rushers in the game, whether it's a linebacker or a DN, move him around. Move him around. Let him find a hole in the picket fence. I, I, think, I think he's doing fine right now. I didn't say he wasn't doing fine. I agree with you. He's doing fine. See, I'm going to tell you like that. See, you're not listening. It's like from, from the movie White Man Can't Jump. See, you hear Jimmy talking, but you're not listening to Jimmy. <laughs> See, there's a difference. I didn't say he wasn't doing fine. He's doing great right now the last two games. I'm saying you make him even more effective and handsome. Move around. Move yeah, around. Yeah, I, I think- you know what I'm doing? I'm saying to him, where, where do you feel most comfortable, man? Are you good moving around? Good. We'll move you around. You want to stay on the edge at uh, right side? We'll keep you on the right. I'm doing whatever he says because it's working right now. They had that conversation the second week. After the first week failed, it was an epic fail where they were trying to put him in linebacker slot. Then the, the second week, after the second week, you know, they said, all right, we're going to put you out there, but we're going to have you drop off into coverage every once in a while, too. Right. That was an epic fail. 
Yeah. So then they come, they come, you know, <clears throat> the end of after the game um, against against uh, you know Minnesota. They say, all right, man, we got to figure out what can we do to make sure, it's, coach, just let me hunt, put me out there, let me rush, mm-hmm. and bam, what happens? Productivity. Yeah, incredible productivity. I mean, just yeah. unbelievable pro. How about two sacks, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, four tackles last week, three and a half sacks, and three forced fumbles the last two weeks. So yeah, they, on fire earning right that now. pay, they earning that paycheck. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. All right. So the Eagles are back at practice today. A couple uh, odds and ends. They signed a kicker just as a as a insurance policy. precaution here. Yeah. Cameron Dicker is the kicker. You got to change. You can't make that up. You can't make that up, man. Yeah, man, you gotta change your last What's name. What's his nickname? Something like Dash Rick Rip Rock or something like that, man. You gotta change. Well, your I gotta name, be man. a Dash, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I don't man. Just something. I, you know, and it came to me because that was I the can name of the, the signs. It was a movie star. Remember the uh, old Beverly Hillbilly uh, sitcom? <laughs> and the movie actor who was a friend of the, the Clampers was Dash Rip Rock. I love that. Yes, name. yes, yes. Yeah. I do remember that. Okay, <laughs> Dash Rip Rock. That's yes. Awesome yes, yes. That's Beverly Hillbilly was all time classic. Yeah, man. That is a great name. I'm gonna go swim in the cement pond. Cement yes. pond is great, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, he got What's wait? Look at Rob blushing already, man. His what nickname, are you thinking? Kyle, I'm not kidding you. And Showtime's right. His nickname in college was Dicker the Kicker. Oh, see, you got to change that. <laughs> That's his name. His no. name's Dicker. I know it is, but I'm yeah. saying you got look, look, look dude. You got to change. Uh, so what? Listen, he, he, but just don't miss any because <laughs> it's going to be a whole different nickname. Can you imagine? Can you imagine he goes into the opposing opposing team stadium and people holding up signs? Ah, yes. You know, you know camera, he got it. All camera on. three, do not go to that. Yeah, sign. That kid, camera. that dude, his whole life has gotten it. You know what I mean? He's, I think he's probably used he's to used it. to it now, man. Yeah. He's used yeah. to it, man. That's, That's a like, tough name. That just goes. That just goes with the territory, man. Yeah. You know, what well, I'm saying? Well, from, uh, from what my sources tell me, um, there's a possibility that Elliot could miss up to two games with his oh, foot man. injury. Oh, yeah. yeah you don't I like see. And I emphasize I like the your possibility. What? I, I hate your, your sources because nine times out of ten, they're true. No, they're I always right. Uh, that, that's a bummer because he was the absolute bright spot of the special teams so far. You know, for yeah. a team where there's very little to, to complain about, that's, you know, special teams have been not hey, really up to speed. Hey, Barrett, hold that white paper up to the camera again. Let me see something. Okay, can you do the whole show like that? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were setting it up. I knew that's what you were doing. I just, I just went on and did it. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, took knew, the I knew smart, yeah. You took you the bait, I'm man. sorry. I'm, I want to apologize to my co-host and to all of you people viewing. Uh, today is going to be a uh, mental distraction day for D-Gun. Uh, yes. I can't hone in on just one thing. Um, I'm going to be all over the place. No I apologize. We're yes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just telling you now. I could I could black out at any given moment. I'm just telling you. All right, all right. All well, right. hang in there. All right. So that that we have that. We'll get more to the Eagles in a second. Um there you go. D gun gunner. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I know yeah, Derek doesn't exist about. anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> the Phillies know their fate. They are the number six overall seed. They will play the Cardinals beginning Friday. We don't have times yet. If we have times, we'll get them, but the games will be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday if necessary. Uh but we know it's the Cardinals. We know also the rotation for sure. And we'll get into this later too. Yep. Is Wheeler, Nola, and Suarez. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll, perfect. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, that's your top three. And I'll give you some numbers for the Phillies against the Cardinals this year, not just record, but some other stuff that may give, give you some optimism in, in this series. Uh, Aaron Judge hit 62 last night. He met, makes him the all time AL home run leader. Well, I, you do- know what? Yeah, I don't, 
I mean, this the non-steroid years just don't. But count. he is AL though, Barry, because because Barry Bonds and Sosa were NL. He is right, AL. Yeah, like right. that's no matter what steroids yeah, or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I hear you. I well, we can we can have that debate later. I mean, the whole absolutely because I miss the steroid era, man. I miss it. Why Sosa? Well, Wayne, you know what? All those guys. Well, guess what? Bonds, McGuire, Sosa. Why do you think they're not in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. Clemens too. Clemens. Clemens. I mean. Bro, they were smoking, man. They were making it happen, bro. You know what I'm saying? That was great baseball then. I was a huge baseball fan back then. Mm-hmm. Huge what happened? Fan. You're not a baseball, big baseball fan anymore? Not huge. I'm, I'm okay. a baseball okay. fan now. Yeah. Not right. huge. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kick that around a little bit. Plus, uh, I grew up in baseball heaven, man. Right? Yeah. yeah I, still, I still hate your Cardinals for beating my Brewers in <laughs> seven games. I'll never forget that. I was there, I was there for that seventh game, Is you know. It oh, broke out. my heart. Broke my heart. Yeah. Hey, don't don't. You don't need to tell me, man. The way the 2011 ended, and Ryan Howard blows out his Achilles again, and oh, a one yeah. nothing loss to the Cardinals is about as bad. Oh. That memory is just etched. You, you know, know what? I, I was asked about that yesterday on my uh-huh. show. Where was I at when that happened? And uh, I was actually working at NFL Films. Mm. And I actually had my Cardinals hat on walking around the building, <laughs> and then that happened, and I was torn. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know. That was my boy. The big piece was my boy, man. Yeah, he and he's St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. Louis. You know what I'm saying? And then the Phillies lost to him, and I got all that grief. You know what I'm saying? Plus, with the injury, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I thought I kind of did it, but I didn't do it. But I thought, you know, I felt real bad for it. You know, I think I was, I was watching that game, and, you know, uh, Howard strikes out, and then all of a sudden you see him grimace, and people were booing. They had no idea. Yeah, know? they didn't know. They didn't know at the time. And then when you find out, it's like, man. What a way to end your season, man. You yeah, know, man. it's bad yeah. enough you struck out. But on the same – you, you pop your – oh, my goodness, man. Felt some, he was such a good dude, too, you know? Great guy, man. Great guy. He's a great dude, man. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, Never look, and, and, and look, to his credit, he had an unbelievable career. And he's yes, still, he did. You know, yes, thriving as a businessman. And, you know, yeah, you're right. He's, he is a good dude, that's for sure. Yeah, he, he was selling his home in Florida. Talking about a house. Bro. You got to see that house. Oh, I drove by it. God, I did too. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. drove by it. I've seen pictures of it, but never drove by it. Yeah, it's something pictures to be Pictures don't do it justice, man. No, right. it's, right. it's, it's insane. Um, So the dude who caught the judge ball, his name's yeah. Corey Yeomans. He hasn't okay. decided yet whether he's just going to give it to the, you know, judge and the fa- judge's family or sell it. He could net $2 million. I'm sorry, man. And unless... Unless you're like, uh, I don't know, pick pick your your rich uh, whatever, Bill Gates. I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm selling that thing, man. Two million dollars, give me a break. Let me let me let me think for a moment. Um, I think it's a noble. Why are you smirking, Rob? I haven't even got to my my comment. What are you smirking for? Because I know where you're going. Go where ahead. am I going? Well, can you, you tell me what selling, I'm going to say? You're selling that thing in two seconds. You are not giving that thing. Let back. me tell you something. What inning did he hit the home run? I forgot. Oh, I don't even know what inning it was. Okay, so whatever inning he hit that home run, I have a security detail ushering me out the stadium right there. Yep. <laughs> that right now, okay. Yep. Matter of fact, I'm telling. Hey, you, you in a yellow shirt, you in a yellow shirt. If you if you help me get to my car unscathed, I will give you a ten thousand dollar reward apiece. Mm-hmm. So if I get two million, I still got one point what nine plus million. Yep. Yes. Okay. Tax free. 
You know, no, what? no, you know, Uncle Sam gonna get his share anyway. Well, yeah. that's the he did. They did that to baseball's credit. They got him out of there clean with like an entourage. They got him out of there. I think it's a noble gesture um, mm-hmm. that he would even consider giving the ball back to the family. Uh, but let's see, Aaron they'll Judge. Hook him up, though. They'll hook Aaron, him up. Though. Oh yeah, what are, what are you gonna do? You know what? Give him season tickets. Give him a team jersey. Another a hat, bat, a bat. An autographed bat from Aaron Judge. Yeah. You know how much that's all work, Bear. Maybe bro, four thousand. Give me the bread, man. Give Look, me the bread, bro. Bro, Steinbrenner would buy the ball from him, and he said two million. Two I'd million. ask Steinbrenner to give me five million. He would. Yeah, you want? <laughs> oh, give me give minimum two million. Uh, if not, it's going to the auction house. Give me my two million. All right, here's the follow up I have. That's if, right, Doug. We show D Gun the money. If you sell it and you get that two million, I'll ask you, Derek, first. Then I'll ask Barrett. Would you still do the show with us? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh. Stop lying, what? Derek. You buy yes. that, Barrett? Stop lying, Derek. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Derek, See, I, thought you, I thought you two guys knew me well. I am hurt. <laughs> I sit here and I am hurt at this very moment. Derek. Wait, hold on. All I did was ask. I just asked. Let oh, me just, tell you what Derek, just, no, just, Derek just, would leave. Just give me a moment. Give me a moment to collect my thoughts. <laughs> See, that's all. No, I, next thing, next thing I, I would hear from Derek. Probably a year from now, he's in California. Not true. Feet up. Not true. Here's what I would do. To be, you want my honest answer? Yes, yeah. please. Do you want my honest answer? Yes. yes. Okay. So I would say for the first two weeks, I would disappear. My wife and I would take the vacation of a lifetime. Okay. I would help my kids pay off their debts, um, and then I would come back after I've got. I've. I've I have your money been gone then? Not half my money. No. No. I will Bro, still have enough. Kids debts? Hold up. I will still have enough where I could just live off the interest comfortably. I don't need you stayed a in whole Delaware. lot. Yes. If you stayed in Delaware. If you moved to California, that'll last you. Uh, that, that's that's two months. months rent in California. I know, right. but I'm, I'm going to tell my wife this is the concession. We have to stay in Delaware. The grandkids are here. The kids are here. We have to stay in Delaware. I'm going, let me tell you something. My wife and I are going to have a fabulous vacation help my kids out. I will still have enough money to wear with my investment people to where I can live off the interest the rest of my life and collect social security eventually. I'm not, I don't, look, now you guys should know me well enough to know that I'm telling you the truth about this. I don't need a whole lot to be happy in life. No, you don't. Well, you know, I I wouldn't tell you this. I'll tell you this though. What? He he wouldn't do the show. For two weeks. Two weeks. He would definitely keep in touch with us though. Yes, I'm telling you, you know why? Because I enjoy doing the show. I enjoy working with you guys. You know, I mean, I'm making, I'm making peanuts, but yeah, that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) Another story, bro. You know, Barrett, follow up to you. Would you, would you still do the show? I would do the show still. Okay, no, because I'm one of his four boats. Hold on, I've made that type of money before, and I know that doesn't last a long time. It doesn't last a long time at all. I mean, I, I, bro, during my whole NFL career, you can Google it. You can Google what I made in my entire NFL career. Over a 12-year NFL career, these guys are making in one year. Over the 12 years I played, I, I, if you Google it, it's not much at all. Okay. okay but saying, bear, bear. I'm saying, okay, let's say, okay, the average interest you get on investment, whether it's an IRA, 401k, is like 8 to 10%, right? Well, it's a hundred, you get, you can, you'll get off the, off the, it'd be off 120, the it'd be $120,000 um, a year. That's, I t- that's what t- you can't live comfortably off that, Derek. You don't live comfortably off that right now. Yes, what? What? You, you gotta make more than that to live comfortably. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Come well, on, wait. Derek. Let me tell you why. Because you've already bought your toys you want to buy, right? Right, I have. Yes. Okay. 
So you already have a house. You already know your mortgage payment. You know how to adjust in terms of budgeting, right? Right, 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 right. Would you need much more? From what I know about you, you are not a person who worries about having lavish, a lavish lifestyle. No, no, We're not talking no, about no. lifestyle to rich and uh, famous. Yes. Right? I I no, I don't need it. No. I See, don't. you see what I'm saying? Rob, yeah. could you live off that interest? Easily. I could Thank you. Better. Look Easily. at Rob's eyes went like this. Rob, Rob almost lost consciousness no, for about no, two seconds. You know seconds. what I would do? I, I would I would continue doing this with you guys because I, I truly enjoy it. Uh yep, but yep. I would cut down to like 14 jobs instead of like 28. That's what bro. I would be just like you guys. Uh, I'd have a I don't day know if you off. Guys of saw half you guys have half, half, half you guys saw half fake before? Yes. Half yes. That's the funniest. Uh, you know, um, Jim Brewer. You, you, you. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, G Meta said Rob would be gone. Is that true, Rob? Would you be gone? Um, would you do? The, hey, we didn't ask Rob. Would you do the show? Would you if still I'm be being doing the show? honest, I be would. Honest. I'd have to have a really. I would sit down for a while and think long and hard. <laughs> you would have so there's a possibility you no, would no. abandon us. But 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 because I really like you guys, I would still be here. Right, I would right, still be right. here. But I would there, there would be saying. some other the, there would be some other fat chopped off the uh the, the meat. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay? So just think so just think about this. You we all agree you could live on a hundred what did you say it was bear? 120, 125? Yeah, yeah, okay. So you still we're still doing this show, that's extra income. Now, like I said, you know, eventually, Barrett, you get an NFL pension also, right? Somewhere yep. down the road. Okay. All right. Social Security coming. Hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Dude, <laughs> we're talking sports for a living. We ain't digging ditches. What do you say? It's the three lines. So that, no, no. See, I'm you, look, dude, look what we do. We're not, we ain't digging ditches. And there's nothing wrong with digging ditches. We don't work on construction site. We don't, ain't nothing wrong. Look, people that do that, I applaud them because that is a man and woman's job. You roll up your sleeve and do those jobs. Yeah. Those are jobs. I'm just saying we talk sports for a living. We're fortunate. We're fortunate. Right. Very blessed to do yes, what we do. Fortunate. Yes. See what I'm saying? I hear you. So, yes. Would I do it? Okay. Absolutely. I do okay. the show. I think but it's a good I, question. I need two weeks to hide, though. That's all I need. Okay. Two weeks. Yeah, I would. I would definitely need. Uh, uh, I need a minute to myself. Like, I would not be here tomorrow if I caught that. Like, if I caught that ball right, last night, right, right, you, yeah. it would be you two today. I, I, I'd be out of here today. When you, I, when you, when you say you need a minute to yourself, does that include the wife and kids? Because according to your family, you treat them like like second class citizens. Would they can't order Chinese food? They can't turn the heat on unless you prove it. No, trust me. Nobody asked. The heat was turned on. Number one. Okay, let's be clear. If it was up to me, I'd I'd be in like covers and blankets and say seventeen hoodies. Right. So, right. right. Don't no. believe what you hear. That's all. G Metal said, "Rob gets two mil. All we gonna see is a postcard." You know what it would be like? It would be like that scene in Shawshank. So Andy Dufresne had already escaped and, right, right, right. and Reds, who's played by Morgan Freeman, they're handing out the mail and he gets a postcard and it, there's nothing written on it. It's just, it's post, it's, it's um, address it's a, is yeah. say Wataneo. He knows what that means. That means if you ever get out, go to say, say Wataneo. I'd send you to a postcard of wherever I'm going to be for a couple well, that's, 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 and that's, you know that wouldn't be in Delco. It wouldn't be in Delco. No, I get out of Delco for once. Yeah. What? Oh, here we go. And now, wait, now, now, here we go. The heat's wait. on. Yes, it's on. That's right. Yeah. Right. Got what you Maggie, Maggie, we need to talk to you. Uh, who turned the heat on? Did you have to get approval first from your husband, or did you just basically buck the system and say, you know what, enough is enough? I'm turning the heat on. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. It was a battle. 
it was a bit of a battle, but I, I lost out to the to the daughter and the wife, and they turned it on physically. And rightfully so. Yes. Bro, you Why are you trying understand. to freeze your family out like that, man? What's wrong but with hey, you? You guys don't understand, man. I, man, I had to take my boy. I had to take my boy. He, he's seven. He's seven years old, man. But I had to take my boy to the vet. Took oh, no. his manhood yesterday, bro. Ooh. Oh, at seven, bro. My That's my son. To animals. My son took him. And he showed me a picture of him sitting in the seat, bro. He was hot. All you could tell, he was mad, man. So as soon as I walked in the door last night, he's got the cone on. I looked at him. I looked at him. Oh. He just—he looked at me like, "Yeah, you gonna do me like that, Father? Why? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, man. Why you wait until the dog was seven? Normally, you do it when they're puppies. I know. I you were hoping to get, a, get away old. with it. He, he's a little too randy. He's too. He's too man. He he's jumping over fences and let hey. let a dog be in heat, man. He's yeah. in. He, you could tell, man. He, he's ferocious, man. Trying man. to get out. Yeah. That dog walked in. I say, hey, B Brooks. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you know what it bro. is? It's more talk. like you like we're both bros, dude. You're yeah, doing right, 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 right. That's what I'm saying. He's like, he's like, he's like, man. It's a dude code. You don't do that to him, bro. Not when he's around right now. He's tiptoeing around like night. I mean, he's, if he, he's if he bites you in your sleep, you know why. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, this is what I get. I had a blanket at the kitchen table. I did. Wow. Okay. Wow. On Monday when I was prepping the wow. show, I had a blanket uh, around my, <laughs> you know, around my waist. Area. Why? Why? When all you got to do is go flip a switch. Why? I know. Uh, I guess, but, but why, I, I guess I'm a cheapskate. I guess that's what it is. There's really no other excuse. I'm not wow. cheap, but for some reason, turning the heat on, I don't know what it is. There's two things that drive me nuts. Turning the heat on in October and paying for paying crazy amounts for parking. I don't know right. what it is, man. I can handle other stuff. Like I tip waiters, I tip bartenders. I'm happy to do it, yeah. man. Yes. Those kind of things drive me crazy. You yeah, know, bro, I will walk a country mile to keep from playing paying top dollar, bro. Yes. You're right, bro. I yeah. will walk a country mile. Yeah. Do you know, I, do you know that most stadiums now, because you know, I've been covering all these football stadiums and stuff. Do you know most stadiums minimum? Like fifty dollars to park, and man, yeah. you go to go to Dallas. Now, when we go to Dallas, there's a parking lot right across the street from the stadium, and it's it's a Walmart's over here, and it's where the media is allowed to park, yeah. and other select and other select people. Do you know? And that's the and this and that, now keep in mind, this is Walmart parking lot right across the street, the stadium. For the if you're not in the media and you're selected to park there, you know it's eighty to hundred dollars to park there. Jeez, and the lot is full. The yeah. lot is full. I, I can imagine. What, like, what's the parking in LA for for a Ram oh, game? Charge it's, it's like a, it's like a buck fifty, two hundred bucks. Each. That's why I will never go. Now that I'll have to travel as much as I used to, I will never go to another game on my own. I ain't paying it. First of yeah. all, seats are ridiculous. When you go to some of these newer stadiums, you know the Cowboys Stadium. I can't imagine what the Vegas and, and the Rams Chargers stadiums like now. The tickets are ridiculous in themselves, yep. you know, because yep. I'm not paying I'm not paying decent money to sit up in nosebleed heaven. I'd rather watch it at home. I'm with now, you. The only stadium that I would do that just to say I was there if I was paying is the Cowboys Stadium because, you know, it seats 80,000 for football. Uh-huh. If you sit at the top and this thing's like a, a space shuttle, the stadium's so huge. Yeah. You're looking at a 60 foot screen that's it's like eye level yeah. all i did was yep. look at that yeah. when i was there yes. i didn't i didn't pay attention to like i was there for a basketball for a final four okay uh, and all i looked at was this big screen like Bro. i had to, I like train myself to watch the action on the floor Dude. i actually called i actually called a um an arkansas game down there and it's ridiculous man you know where we you broadcast the show from and looking at the field man you know it's, it's, it's cool because you can look at replays you usually can't look at replays 
unless you you know you have a, a small little but you know the games I do are, are big big games. So I had an Arkansas game. I, I forget they played somewhere like Tulane or something. This was years back, but I can remember. Usually you have a little a little playback that you see, um, you know, the replays on. You literally, yeah, yeah. You literally can see on that thing like huge as day what's happening, man. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, you see everything, man. So I found myself watching that instead of watching the game. I'm trying to call a game. It's crazy uh-huh. how big it is, bro. I'm telling Dude, you, man. Dick, they said it's the most megapixels you could you could have in a stadium. Now I'm sure because the Falcon Stadium is incredible. Yeah, I don't even know what this. I don't even know Mercedes what the. Uh, in it? Mercedes? Although, yeah. although that Derek, your prices ridiculous. are reasonable from what I hear. Like yes. Arthur Blank doesn't gouge them for yes. food or drinks. Yes. yes. So I give him props for that. Oh, we yeah. gouge people here though. Oh, I know. Yes. I'm not. It's fifteen dollars. Well, I'm there, sorry. Thirteen dollars a year. Atlanta is the total exception. Like everywhere else, kills you. Hey man, when I go to preseason game for Eagles, you know, I get t- I get the tickets, you know, for free. But yeah. taking my family when I took them. Just the, just the concessions alone. I'm talking not even not even alcohol, just sodas, yeah, bottled waters, fries. hot dog, nachos, yeah. fries, and I'm like, you know, it's me and my three kids and my wife. It was like eighty some dollars. Oh I'm yeah, like, oh yeah. What what? That's just one trip. Yeah, that's that, right. Don't that's go a second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. All right. You know, so what, listen, a lot to cover today. We, we we just scratched the surface here. We'll get into the Eagles. Barrett's going to do a breakdown of what you have to do to defend Kyler Murray. And what, the, what do you think the Cardinals are going to do to try to offset the Eagles offense, which is humming right now? I'll give you some Eagles numbers that will uh, garner the, ba- the the Gan wagon uh, in a big way. So we'll do some of that. We'll get into all kinds of stuff with the Eagles uh, when we return. A little later NFL talk. We're going to do our NFC rankings. We're going to do our buyer sells. We're going to do some comps to the wide receivers in the NFC East. We've got a lot of stuff in store for you. You don't want to go anywhere. Barrett's less blue. I don't know what that means. Derek is sort of distracted, but he's sort of not. Uh, We're going to white balance during the break. What? What'd you say? Uh, So we'll do all of that. We've established my cheapness. So we're we're off to a flying start so far. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett and Rob. Let's talk about finances. Let's talk about Jim Murray. All right. So knowing who to trust. It's not easy. You work hard. You want to save your money. You want to set yourself up, your family up uh, as you get a little bit older. And you want to make sure that you have the right person in charge, right? Right person steering the ship here. And I've learned from personal experience that Jim Murray with Principal Financial Group is that right person. Could be retirement planning, could be 401k review, insurance review. If you have a small business, you're trying to set up your employee benefits. It's another resource that Jim can help you with. I know I've entrusted my IRA, some 401k rollers to Jim. And I couldn't be any happier. I also use him as a sounding board just to throw stuff at him. Tell me what he thinks. It is an unbelievable asset and resource. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. Or you could email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. 
Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go Bird! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go Birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, Birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jafty Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Where's the blue oh, man? Not a, not where's, again. where's the blue man? What not, happened? Not Welcome again. back, everybody. Not Rob again. Ellis, Derek Gunn. I, I don't know. The I don't either, man. Hey, corrections. you know what? Before before you get going, um, yeah. two things. Um, first of all, when we were talking about steroids and why, you know, Bonds and Clements and Sosa not in the Hall of Fame, Dan Cilio said basically, hey, Barrett, uh, Big Sale said, hey, Barrett, Bonds and Clements made $300 million being on steroids. Keep the Hall of Fame, LOL. Right. When we get to, when we get to baseball, let's talk a little bit more about that as well. And, and, and Rob, your wife is on fire today. She Do is you, on fire. You missed you missed a couple of comments where she said number one, she said, "I'm the boss." Number one, <laughs> and number two, when we were talking about stadium parking, she said we had to drive around for hours to find parking. <laughs> no, she means anytime. Like if we're in the city. Yeah. I, I'll try and find some crazy spot like off the beaten path instead of like valeting or doing whatever. Yeah. So if you're going out for dinner and you got a dinner reservation at a certain time, yeah. if you don't find what you want, you're going to miss that reservation. No, no, I'll restaurant. give in. <laughs> but I'll try and get down there early to find a parking spot. Yeah. No question okay. about that. Uh, no yeah. I, don't, I don't blame you. You know, yeah. but see, I'm one of these guys. I may circle once. I'm, I'm done. 
Where's valet? I'm done. I know. I'm Look, done. it's it's yeah. it's tough. It is not easy. It's a Maggie on fire today, man. She is on fire. Yeah, she's off today, so it's on. You know, it's, it's on. And <laughs> it's the holiday. Oh, oh, wait. What holiday yeah. is it? Today is Yom Kippur, so the, okay. uh, she's a teacher, so she's off today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Um. All right. So I, I want to read this tweet. It's an interesting tweet regarding the Eagles. Now, Robert Griffin III is doing a, a lot of. He does a lot of college football. Does Monday night stuff as yeah. well. He's a little different, Robert Griffin. Right. Um, but he tweeted out the uh, four minutes ago, the Eagles are built like you want your significant other to be built. Beautiful on the inside and out. They own the trenches on both sides of the ball. O-line was dominant despite having backups. And the D-line had four sacks, five turnovers, and penetrated every hole up front. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I, I ain't touching, I'm that not one. touching the end I of it. I am but not what touching I mean, that one. No, no. but I think – excluding the last point where you yeah. can take a lot of different ways. I think he makes some very interesting points there. Uh, I do too. I agree. Absolutely. And it's one of my arguments in having watched all the teams in the NFC, you know, a bunch of times now, you know, the, the I'm talking about the contenders. I'm talking green Bay, Tampa, Dallas, San Fran, LA, you know, et cetera. I'm sure I'm skipping somebody here, but having watched those teams and watched the Eagles of those teams. And I, and granted there are like, offsets but having watched those teams they're the most complete team now yeah. tampa yeah. has brady you never count yeah. them out right. packers have rogers you never count them out so i'm not saying after four games this is over but i'm telling you from what i've seen they're the most complete team i agree and i've said that before i agree on both sides of the ball i agree 100 not just starters but depth as well depth and versatility as well i agree 100 they are the most complete team right now that i've seen through four weeks you know, but the key is keep your fingers crossed because whereas other teams have lost significant players, boom, mm-hmm. like gone for the season, you're starting to see the Eagles get nicked up a little bit. You know, they yeah. may be out a week. You know, Avanti Maddox might miss another week. You know, we don't know. Uh, Jake Elliott may miss two games because of this foot injury, you know, mm-hmm. but at least, you know, at some point they're coming back. Other teams have to keep traveling this journey with backups. Right. Or try to go out and get some free agents sitting at home, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but right now, yes, no question about it. The Eagles are the most complete team in the NFL right now. And that's the thing, too, Barrett. I mean, oh, by the way, Sirianni today said he's, he's still hopeful these guys are going to play. Yeah, who knows? Uh, so take that for what it's worth. But having the, the the depth that they have. I mean, they were down two offensive, you know, two two tackles, you know, basically on sun, on Sunday against Jacksonville and survived it. They were down two corners and survived it. You know, that's the thing we don't talk yep. about enough. Yep. They were out there, yes, in the elements and all that, got down 14 nothing, but missing a lot of pieces here and still able to overcome it in that game. <clears throat> I, You know, I've said this before. This team is built fundamentally sound. And when I say that, they cross their T's or dot their I's. Um, after Detroit, I told you guys, look, it didn't matter who they were going to play that next week they would have beat them. I said before that it could have been Buffalo. It could have been the Chiefs. Whoever that next opponent was, they were going to beat them and beat them up bad because I really feel as though their toughest opponent is themselves. Mm -hmm. Their toughest critics are themselves. When you have a quarterback that all he talks about is, 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 you know, putting in the work, making sure the rent has to be paid. You know, saying so you got to keep stacking, you got to keep stacking, doing the little things that make you a good team. 
And when you have coaches like Stoutland, who's, you know, arguably, not even arguably, the best offensive line coach in the league. And you have coaches that, you know, that understand if you don't do these things fundamentally sound, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter who your opponent is. They more challenge, they challenge themselves more so they challenge the people they're going to play. So they worry about themselves more so than worrying about, all right, how are we going to beat these guys? They think of what the mindset that, all right, this is what we do best. Mm-hmm. And this is how we're going to approach this game. And I mean, I love that conceptually because that's what it is. You know, I won a Super Bowl because we thought we were the best team, you know, on the field when we went out on the field. Mm-hmm. We knew that we practiced against the best players in our locker room than we did on Sunday. So we had already played two or three games because going against – I knew I was going against the best pass-rushing linebacker in Joey Porter or mm-hmm. or, 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 um, or Harrison. I knew I was going against the best. Or while I was at a guard, I knew I was playing against Casey Hampton, the best nose guard to play. Or the matchup between Ben Roethlisberger and Troy Polamalu. You know, those are the things that, 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 that we concentrated on getting better in, internally and fundamentally. We would go weeks at a time without dropping a pass in practice. Mm. So, of course, you know, that stuff led to the game. And that's why I think this team has been so good because they worry about themselves and how they function as a team more so than, all right, how are we going to beat this team over here? Mm. You know what I mean? So when they yeah. get in the game, when they get in the game, it's easier in the game. Like, all right, well, shoot, we've been through this before. Let's do this. We can right. do what we want to do, and they can adjust off what we do. Yeah. Makes That's sense. what makes them a good team. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. It, it, look, it's a tribute to the way the roster was built. It's a tribute to the way these guys go about it and the way they're coached. You know, it's yep. a good combination of all three, really. I mean, you look at it, guys. Through four games, I, we, as we well know, they're the only undefeated team. But they're plus 44 in, in the win differential, mm-hmm. okay, which is second, only to the Bills. The Bills are <laughs> Bills are ridiculous. It's 56 for the Bills. Um, they're, they're ninth in scoring. Okay. They're, they're, I'm sorry. They're fourth in scoring ninth in points allowed. They are, and, and get the gan wagon revved up. Cause we got some new rims on it. Uh, by the way, <laughs> here we, we got go. New rims on the gan wagon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we got a new sound system in there too. It's, it's cracking, man. It's a long ride out to Arizona Barrett. 16 sacks. First takeaways. First. Three and outs for the opposing team first. Okay. I mean, this is like big time stuff that what this defense is doing right now across the Crazy. board. I mean, and I haven't even got into the offensive numbers. The quarterback won the player of the month last week. What was the, it's the perfect storm right now? Yeah. Well, it's, see, I don't want us to be peaking so early though. I want them to gradually be getting better. You no, know I, I get you. Like, there's go, there's bound to be a fork in the road. There's going to be a lull. There's going to be a little something, something that happens. Ha- but we've seen them in game fight back from some of this with injuries, with being right. down 14 nothing right. with a bad interception. So they have the character to be able to do it. It's going to happen. We just don't know when. I hope, well, it doesn't, I hope it doesn't happen like the Cardinals last year where they were undefeated until Green Bay beat them. All of a sudden, they bottomed down. Yeah, right, right. I, Jeez. I, I don't see Cliff Kingsbury or uh, a Kyler Murray. No, I don't either. No, I, just don't I don't either. It. I just, I, 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 it was almost just like, man, things are going so well. Like, 
stop using all your good plays now. You know what I'm saying? Save some of the plays for later on. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, that, yeah. I know. I'm, I have, I'm that way too. Like if, if, if the Phillies are playing and they hit seven home runs in a game, I'm like, dude, save some of that. Save it. <laughs> like I, I always react that way. It's the Negadelphian in me. Um, but I, I feel like they don't view them. Like I don't think they're taking bouts. You know what I mean? Right. What's right, the matter? Right. No, no. You reading no. the chat room again? Yes, yes. I thought we talked about this. I, I'm trying not to, but <laughs> which one? Get, tell me which one. I'll pull it up. Mr. Taz. Damn, looking at my reflection in Bear Brooks' head. Damn, I look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> he oh said, what I'm saying, the blue light shining off my head. Is <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. I'm trying to focus. I can't today, man. I, I know. It's tough for you. I, know. I can't, man. I'm oh, sorry. my God. No, but I mean, look, I, I think there's, we, we almost like, it's almost passe to, to, to start throwing some of these numbers around and talking about how good they are because we're kind of just right. like, no, hum, you know, but it's not ho hum. It's hard to do what they're doing here. It's hard work in which they're, you know, we're acting like this is just something that just, you know, that all right. We have to understand that, you know, Hertz worked his butt off, man, to get to right. this point, man. Yes. Right. He is, congr- you know, you have to congratulate him for going out and putting in the work, man. This doesn't just happen overnight. He has been working his butt off, man. He has gotten better at every, at, you know, at, at everything that you want in a quarterback. He went out there and worked at it, and he's still not through working. We haven't even scratched the surface on how good he can be. I mean, he's still putting things together. He's still mm-hmm. adding things to his game. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for this kid, man. He's he's going out there. He's putting in the work. So you really can't say anything um, negative about you know what he's done and what he will continue to do because no. he's only scratched the surface. You want to hear a funny line from him, from Jalen? I don't often say that. Those words don't usually come out of my mouth. So th- this right. is actually. <laughs> so you know he was on the Manning cast on uh, Monday night, right? With Peyton. oh yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah yeah. So he said. Uh, <laughs> They asked him about the appearance, and he said, look, I know I wasn't exactly, you know, cracking jokes left and right. He said there were a lot of three and outs. It was the first time I've ever done anything like that. Like, in other words, he had a good line there for for how. That was a great line. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like like it with his his T-shirts. I mean, his sweatshirt said. Yeah. He said, uh, what do you say? Pray for all the haters. You know, I I just want to pray for all the haters or something like that. Something like that, you know what I'm saying? That's like. That's, that's that's exactly he is he is he is making the rounds because he does he deserves to have this success right now he deserves yes. it yeah, he does. you know what I'm he he's done he's been through a lot and he's still going through a lot mm-hmm. in his young career so yeah I mean I, I I'm enjoying the fact that he's enjoying playing ball right now man this this is this is great man I mean you know, he is he has had so many people doubt him so many times you know. We as you know Philadelphians have said, all right, is he the guy? No, I don't think he's the guy. That's why Howie's got two more first round picks. You know what I'm saying? And and, and trust, you know, I I know it's not going to crash and burn, but you know he he can definitely see this fan base or anybody else saying, see, I told you so. He wasn't again. He just caught lightning in a bottle for the past three games. Yeah. Well, you know it's not, it wasn't games. just it wasn't just the Philly fan base. It was also the national perspective. Also, it was a consensus talk all across the league. You know because. I think the questions were relevant. It's not like we were just nitpicking. The questions were relevant based on what we saw last year. And so he took it upon himself in his mission this offseason. I'm going to prove a lot of people wrong. Right. And so far, so far through four games, that's what he's done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. He's had he's had to win games in four different manners. 
and he's answered those questions. He's Detroit tried to blitz him. Minnesota said, hey, throw it, Will. We don't think you can beat us that way. Um, you look at the way Washington tried to play him. It took away the run, forced him to pass. And then he had to go in a, in a slop, in a slop fest, you know, and he did what he had to do there. He didn't have high numbers in terms of passing, but he didn't need to because that offensive line and the running game took so much heat off of the passing game. You didn't yeah. need, you didn't really need it. No, so I, he's had to win four different ways in four I, weeks. I agree. And I, and look, I think it's all coming together. We, we all knew going into the year that how this guy was built, like right, you know, right, worked right. and how dialed in he was and all that. Right. Everybody knew that. Um, but he's putting together now the play on the field is great. Like all, all that stuff, the intangible stuff would have kept him in the league for 15 years, but mm-hmm. now he's showing the play of an elite. Play. Look, let's go back. This guy was a great high school player. Won the freshman as a true freshman won the job at Alabama. Okay, come on, man. Come you know on. what I mean? Let, you know, that, you know how hard yeah. that is at that school. Right. There's, there's very few that can do that. Right. You don't downplay that. You know what I mean? You can't. Right. Is able to, to to stay focused even after the thing. You know, two of took over in the championship game. Still stays focused enough to help his team get there. You know, again the next year, and then goes to Oklahoma and kills it, and then comes here with Carson Wentz having just signed a monster deal, where it looked like he was destined to be the backup. And, you know, and, and again, a lot of some of that was Carson just imploding, but he was ready to go when his number was called. This, this guy's always ready. Yep. So there's nothing, there's no resting on laurels or patting himself on the back. He, he does, he is not, the DNA is not that way with this cat. He's just, and he's not looking for, he's not looking for them data boys either, man. No. You know what I'm saying? He, no. he loves, he loves the adversity that, 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 you know, people that doubt him. He loves that. You know what I'm saying? He loves fighting through adversity. He loves, he loves the, the process of getting to where he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. he doesn't want to say, I told you so. He loves that. He loves the process of making himself a better player. Mm-hmm. And people will start to see what he's seen in himself the entire time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, it's like, it's like, you yeah, are, right, you guys, you, you can come on board, but I've been this way. I've been thinking this way. Mm-hmm. I've been a, I've been a player, you know, this, that I've been this good. I just have to learn you know, how to get to this point. Yeah. You know, you don't just fall into being this guy. Mm-hmm. It takes preparation. It takes hard work. And that's what he's doing. He's putting in that effort, man. Yeah. And, and I think the team aided this progression. You got him a, a, a monster in AJ. You have, you, you have a, you, he's had a good offensive line. He's got a good offensive line coach. I think Steichen and he are, are, and Nick, all three of them are really on the same page. Yep. You got a good running game. You have Devontae getting better in his second year. You have a good tight end. So it, 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 it takes a village, right? And the village right now is really come up big for the Eagles on that side of the ball. Oh, there's no, like, there's no like question what, about it. You know, I, I like what, um, I like what, um, what the, the stream is saying, you know, uh, Mr. Taz says literally the universe aspires against him and he finds a way to say sight to the universe. <laughs> that's great, man. You know, very well put. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, and you, you know, know what the other thing that's happening now, the defense is getting takeaways and putting him in a short field and, or, you know what I mean? Like it's, whereas last year that kind of thing was not happening. Everything had to be this methodical uh, 75 yard, you know, whatever. That's not the case. Now you're getting shorter fields. So that's why I'll say it. uh, You guys always hear me say this. Whenever people always hammer the quarterback's record, it's a team record. It's not just a quarterback record. Exactly. So the team, the team has done a better job helping the quarterback be what he's been so far. Absolutely. I hate when you, that's one of the worst stats in football. This quarterback is 0-12 against this team, or he's 1-7. Well, the quarterback is not playing defense. Yeah. 
Right. You know, well, Especially I love to like he's he's so and so is is uh, four and eight against Tom Brady. First of all, yeah, everybody's yeah. four and eight against Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. Number one. Exactly. And you're right, Derek. Jalen Hurts is not playing middle linebacker or no, corner. A special to, teams defending Tom Brady. So you may yeah. lose a game 35, 31. That's not Jalen Hurts' fault, or and or any quarterback that you want to plug into that equation. While we're at you're it, right. it drives you're, me nuts. You're, you're right. What? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Just keep going, man. I'll be all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's that, and then there's the other side of the ball. With is now taking the ball away, is sacking the quarterback. Yeah. You know, is giving you everything you really need this year, and you're having players starting to really come into their own. Hassan Reddick is really coming to his own. Slay Dallas Goddard. How Dallas Goddard? How about Bradbury? You know, yeah. Bradbury's a guy who's got two picks through four games already. So in a, in a span of two games, they've elevated themselves to the best de- takeaway unit in the NFL. The last two games propel them to number one in takeaway giveaways. Um, and you're right. You wonder how much better it can get. Yeah. Well, how yeah. many did they have last year? What they have like 23 last year or 26 last year? Some, well, some are, you, are you talking sacks? Or are you talking sacks uh, and takeaways? Sacks they were second to last. Yeah, right. 29. Yeah. They were really low in both categories. Come on, year. man. They were last in there, you know, so second to last in both care. Now is is it's just they just seem like this this is a totally different team, a totally different mindset, and has a lot to do with with um number one. Jalen Hurts and his ability, you know, to get the ball and having that trust to get the ball to his receivers. But number two, you gave Gannon what he wanted. You know, you know, you, it, it was almost like, all right, Gannon, I got you all this. Now it's your turn. He said, well, shoot, you gave me everything I need. Watch me play. Watch me do this. Yep. And he did it. You yep. know, he's, well, he's doing it, rather. He's doing it. Agreed. I agree with you. I mean, I think there's there's a lot to look at. All right, let, let's uh, let's come back and let's dig into a game plan here. And what the Eagles need to do to curtail some of the things that, that Kyler Murray does. We know he's extremely dangerous with his legs and he has a cannon for an arm as well. So what do you need to do to counter him? And the flip side of this is what are the Cardinals going to try to do to shut down this offense? Not just Jalen, but the entire Eagles offense. that has been so good. We'll dive into all of that. When we get back, don't go anywhere. That's the blue man himself, Barrett Brooks. That is Derek. <laughs> I am Rob Ellis. We are sports take Jacob sports YouTube network. All right. Let's talk about Pro Action Restoration. Here's where I want to start with Pro Action Restoration. Mike McIntyre and the crew right now are in Fort Myers, Florida. They're down there aiding houses, people, businesses that were hit so hard by Hurricane Ian. That's the kind of company that they are. They are down there trying to help people, trying to salvage what's left, trying to get them in you know, a, a better position than what life had dealt them over the last week or so. So that's... That tells you a little bit about the uh, the character of pro-action restoration. So if you have a home, if you have a business, if you have a, a property that's experienced water damage, fire, smoke, mold, you name it, they can help you. Pro-action's on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I've gone through it. I went through it on a Saturday. They got, got, they got right over there. They cleaned it up. The crew was amazing. The price was reasonable. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. So again, it could be any of these, a water issue, fire issue, smoke issue, uh, mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760. Or you can reach them online, ProActionRestoration.com, ProActionRestoration.com.
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. Back in, everybody. Barrett, Rob, <laughs> Derek. What what is going on with you now? My man, my man, if you put a little hat on Barrett, he could be Boo Berry. <laughs> uh, my man, my man Anthony Perry said, Barrett a pimp. <laughs> I think we keep them in that blue room permanently. I think we just make this a permanent, uh, permanent thing. All right, Barry, you, you're muted. I think I don't know. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, okay, <laughs> like the blueberry cereal. Yes, they still have that uh, cow chocolate, chocolate, know, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Frankenberry. Yeah, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Yeah. I'm sure that stuff was really healthy for you. I'm sure it was Ooh, great. But, uh, yeah, man. All right, so uh, a couple things. Uh, oh, by the way, we have uh, we have the announcement for when the games are here. So game one uh, for the Phillies will be Friday at 2.07. That will be game one. Game two, set, weird start time, game two, yeah. 8.37 Saturday night. Oh. Not sure why that's that late for – Is there a, probably another early game that they're going to – pumping up? Probably, yeah, 207 and then 837. Yeah, we don't know. Sunday's to be determined. Uh, that's if necessary uh, on Sunday. So they're the games as of right now. That's the game time, excuse me, as of right now. All right, so we kind of went through the numbers yesterday when it, when it in regards to the Cardinals and, and almost like, you know, unilaterally here across the board, offense and defense, they're sort of eh, very mediocre, and hence the two and two record as well. So, Barrett, the first question I have for you is <clears> – <throat> You're a defensive coordinator. You're scheming this team up, this Cardinals team. What are you doing to offset or at least contain Kyler Murray? You got to make sure that you um, 
you stay in your rush lanes. You got to stay rush. Your rush lanes have to be disciplined. Stay in your rush lane. And they call it mush rush. Like, you know, they press the pocket. And once you get to the level of the of the of the, yeah. of the quarterback, you, you literally have to stop. Hold your ground. Yep. And stay right there or press it into press them into the um into Kyler Murray. Because if he can get anywhere outside or in those rush lanes, that's when he's when he's he's more of a, a threat to you. If you keep him in a pocket, I don't see him necessarily beating you from the pockets. Number one, he can't see over anybody. No. Right. He wants to be out there running around because he can see the field then. He's not running to necessarily gain yardage. Like, you know, Hurts wants to gain yardage. He's running around to see if he can get a pass down the field. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So his objective is, is to get out, run around, see how if I can, you know, get guys to get open. Because right now, looking at his receivers, AJ Brown is is, is uh, AJ Green is, is 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 not too healthy right now, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's playing or not. Right. Yeah. Then um, Rondell Moore is also nicked up a little bit. Yep. So right now they got um, what is Marquis Marquis Hollywood Brown. Hollywood they got Brown's Hollywood Brown, Brown and then they have and, Greg and Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz. Yeah. And Greg Dortz is the receiver. So right now they only have really two two and a half receivers. Two and a half it, receivers. And then if, you got then, yeah. Yeah, then you have Zach Ertz. If you if you look at um and, and, and I'm not comparing the two by any stretch of the imagination, but if you look at Drew Brees' career when he was with the Saints, he was a shorter quarterback. Now he couldn't run like Murray, but if you notice, he always took much deeper droughts than most quarterbacks, and he did most of his damage outside of the tackles. You know, if his timing routes, when he dropped back seven steps or, or more, if it wasn't right there. He would always float one way or the other to, to deliver his throws because he had difficulty seeing. Mm-hmm. But he was a master of that, you know. Kudos to you know Pete Carmichael for identifying that, and he was a master of that. And that's that's what made. Now I'm not comparing Kyler right. Murray to Drew Brees by any way, shape, or form, but you know that's that's Kyler Murray is not as accurate on the move as a Drew Brees. Right. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray scares you to death with his ability to just take off at any given moment, you know, more so than anything else. He has a strong arm. He, he can go deep, no question about that, but he's not as accurate. And I think he led the league and passes batted down last year. Yeah, and that's, so. that's that's on the offensive brain trust for not identifying, well, maybe we need to devise a deeper steps for him so he's able to to see better, deliver better, but you also have to have the guys up in front who can hold the line until he, he plants his foot to do what he needs to do. Hmm. Um, but Barrett's right. If you can keep him in the pocket, and I've seen t- teams try to do that, and he still somehow finds a way to get out, whether he finds a, a crease up in the middle or whatever the case may be. And that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles put a spy on him, um, if, whether it's CJ, uh, you know, whether it's <clears throat> Josiah. Uh, I would not be surprised one bit. And even that might not work, you know. I'm more for, worried about Kyler Murray taking off and running than I am for him to throw up for a high percentage in right. passing. Yeah, well, I mean they're going to be backbreaker kind of plays on drives. He's oh, going to yeah. get that. He's yeah. going to get that seven yards where you you thought you had him hemmed in, and he's going to make those plays. I think the other thing, and this isn't so much an X and O thing as it is just in you know just watching him. If if you force him or the offense to a bunch of three and outs or into a mistake early, he he gets mopey. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. You know, and but but the one thing you can't do, you can't they don't quit. Like if you watch that Raiders game, they look dead and buried and he brought him back. So I'm not 
you know, I'm not saying that he's all of a sudden just going to completely check out, but they would, they, they would, they, there's tends to be some bad body language there with him. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just one of his problems. But one thing I will say is they, they can go out there in, um, in their, um, 12 personnel, uh, and 13 personnel. Like Trey McBride was the best tight end in the draft last year from Colorado State. Really good tight end. Max Williams is also a pretty good tight end. So when you, um, when you run systems like that, you you actually use um, Zach Ertz as like a, a slot receiver, and he's good enough to be that type of guy mm-hmm. and have your tight end in. That way, you have your your uh, three receivers out there because you use Zach Ertz as a as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. The the worst, and he's off to a pretty good start so far. But yeah, the worst, absolutely. The worst thing that could happen to a defense is to allow Murray consistently to get his to get outside because. The outside containment has the freeze. The outside backer has the freeze. And whoever's covering in the secondary has the freeze because the mindset is if he takes off, I cannot let this dude get past me because you're not going to catch him from behind. Right. That That's the, his, the most effective weapon. If he floats outside, whoever you're covering has to have one eye on him and one eye on whoever you're covering. And that's when those people are freed up. Because you take one eye off of who you're covering, all of a sudden he makes a move one way or the other, mm-hmm. and he's going to get the ball there. He's oh gonna yeah, get the ball in, you know. Oh yeah, you know I mean, that little that little weeble wobble. <laughs> he'll find a way. To get the ball problem in. is getting it down like a weeble wobble. It's not down. easy. Yeah, it is not easy. Yeah. So they they opened the season with a loss at home to the Chiefs, 44-21. Then they went to the Raiders and won 29-23 in overtime. Then they lost to the Rams at home, 20 to 12. Then they went last week went to Carolina and won 26-16. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Out of the four, they played two at home. They've lost both at home. You know, take it for what it's worth. <laughs> Either they're desperate to win at home or they're bad at home. I don't know which. Yeah, you know there's going to yeah. be a heavy Eagles contingency flying out there because oh, it's yeah. one of the few nice weather Absolutely. Uh, trips that, that you can make this year. And I like that right. stadium also. It's, it's a great stadium. It's a mm-hmm. dome stadium. Uh, but it's a nice stadium. Big, spacious stadium. Huge parking lot. You know, um, I, you know, it, it's a great weekend getaway. Just to get out there, see a football game, um, and enjoy some warm weather. Uh, let's go to the flip side, Barrett. What are they going to try to do on the defensive side to slow down this Eagles offense? Well, I mean, they they really know that, um, you know, Jalen is a weapon. And they know what he can do with his legs. Their secondary isn't that good. So, number one, they're going to try to – they're, they're going to have to try to blitz him <laughs> on the outside, you know, just to get some get some, um, get some some um pressure on them yep. and they have a guy that can run with Jalen Steph for Steph and that's Isaiah Simmons you know he, you know mm-hmm. from Clemson he's like that hybrid guy the, you know six foot four 240 pounds but he runs like a four three forty he could do everything he can cover he can blitz he can rush the passer he's there he's there he's like their joker he's that ace in the hole that they can have they really can run and be effective <clears> as, as, as a guy that's gonna um lock on to Hurts so they'll probably use him as that spy to to nullify Jalen Hurts and his ability to run. So they're going to try to make him make Jalen Hurts throw from the from the pocket. That's their biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're a firm believer that he can do that. So they're going to try to they're going to try to do that. And um, I mean, and and when they when he starts lighting them up and heating them up, they're going to start blitzing them. You know, and mm-hmm. that, and that's I think that's the only way that you can really stop him because they at this point they don't have a lot as far they don't as have from, a pass rush. Yeah, the rest of the pack. I mean, you got, you know, J.J. Watt. but He might not play. You see, speaking of which, you see that they're talking about him getting uh, 
some kind of surgery because he had this uh well atrial fib fibrillation. AFib, yeah. AFib, yeah. They're talking he may not even play. They're That's talking crazy. about his season might be over. Yeah. There it's you know, and he's got two sacks. You know, he's still yeah. formidable, but they don't have much else. I mean, they they, they have four total and he's got two of them. Four total, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he they, may not be got, there on Sunday. Right, right. And then, you know, they have Zandon Collins, you know. I don't remember if you guys remember him. Oh yeah. yeah. He's a linebacker that you know he got in some trouble though, but you know, he he was a baller, man. You know, he was like uh he was one of those versatility guys could do everything, stand up linebacker, rush the pass, stuff like that. So I like his ability to do that. But they try to run a four down front, but they're actually a three down front, mm-hmm. you know, for real, for real. You know, they, they well, want to be a 30 front. They still have Buddha Baker on the back end, but and Buddha, I think, is one of the better safeties in the game, but he can't cover all three positions. Well, right. Right. I keep I keep getting back to like I'm trying to convince myself that this will be a game, and I don't see much here with the Cardinals. I I, I hate thinking that way. You know what I mean? Like, it's the second you do that, that right. team's going to whip you. But yeah. I just I, I don't see a really good team here. I see a, a very mediocre, even less than mediocre team in this car. And the Eagles are five point favorites or whatever that's worth. But I just don't see a like who am I afraid of on defense there that we just talked right. about? Right. Well, well, Marcus Golden can rush the passer too. Okay. He can. Okay. But he ha- but they haven't. See, that's the thing. They have the they have the talent in their front yeah. seven. Yeah. But they haven't been getting home. Yeah. But you but you look at this team just from what a year ago. Look at what they lost. Jordan Hicks, Chandler Jones, DeAndre Hopkins is not playing yet. You know, so they're handcuffed. You know, the offensive line can't open up holes for the running game. The leading rushers averaging less than four yards a carry. They don't have a, a, a consistent go-to deep threat. Now, Marquise Brown, he can flat out fly. They haven't been able to get him the ball as much as they should. Right, 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 See right. What I'm saying? So, and, and you got Zach Ertz. And you they know, can't you run the ball. Right in. They can't run the ball. They want to you run know? the ball. Right, but they can't. They have the personnel to run the ball. You know, yeah, what but I mean? the offensive line hasn't been that good. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know why they go and get everybody from the Giants as far as an offensive line. Yeah, you know? I don't get they that. got Will Hernandez from the yeah. Giants, Justin Pugh from the Giants. I, I don't understand it. You know, what I'm saying? yeah. I mean, Connor and Benjamin are the are their are their two guys, and, and right, Kyler right, right. runs it a bunch too. But it's uh, although not we great. can't we can't really laugh at the Giants' offensive line right now, considering who who's leading the league in rushing. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how the Giants are doing it. I can't wait to look at that team closer. But, you know, you always say a, a, a running back is only as good as the people blocking in front of them. And when you consider how many offensive linemen they lost in training camp, they lost, what, six centers yeah. or something like that? You know, they had problems at guard, got problems at tackles. And all of a sudden, this kid is leading the league in rushing through four weeks. And so he ain't running by himself. You can't you can't run a one against 11 on defense. So, uh, but he is so good, man. He makes people miss, man. And, and he you know, does. And, yeah, he's, he's been strong. awesome. He's right. strong. Right, right. He, right. he has been awesome. I, can, I I don't know. I guess, you know, I guess you give their O line some props. I think they're being coached up well. I don't know if there's a ton of talent there, but and credit to, to Saquon. He's been just so awesome. But yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to believe what they're uh what they're doing so far. Uh the Giants. I, I think I think that ends this week in London. I think they go down to the Packers. Yeah, but the only problem is Green Bay's giving up five yards of carry in a run game. Green Bay has everything else you need. They can't. They still can't stop the run. They haven't fixed the run problems. Yeah. Well, it may be a situation where Dable says, we're going to – guess what, Saquon? You get 40 carries. We're keeping Rodgers off be. the field. Could be. Could be. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I are you know. really going to have – if Daniel Jones is healthy, you're going to have him drop back a ton? I'm not. No. What did he have? Eight, what was he, 8 of 13 last yeah. week? Yeah. 
And no thanks. And yeah. they ran for 262 yards or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you there for sure. We'll do a whole NFL dive uh, coming up at two o'clock. So look, I, I think there's there's a lot to be encouraged about. Any other keys in this? Like Barry, I know last week you talked about uh, getting Goddard involved in in tight end screens, and that really worked well. Anything else you see specific here on either side of the ball here with the Eagles against this team? That's going to be a huge game with, uh, you know, with them passing the ball, man. This could be a passing game. Now, I know we just came off running a rock, uh, running a rock consistent like that. I just don't see, um, I don't see this this Cardinal team being able to handle the, you know, what we have on the outside. <clears throat> it's going to be like pitch and catch, you know, for, from you know what what I what I saw on film because it can't really generate a lot of pressure up front, and you got to take advantage of. Um, the, the matchups, they're going to sit back in zone, man. They're going to sit back in zone, and they're going to eat them up in the, um, on the outside. They're going to mm. eat them up. Could be Minnesota you know? all over again. That's what I mean. That's, more than likely, that's how it's going to look. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they're going to be able to throw whenever they want to throw, and it's just too appetizing for a team to go out there and, and, and get a big lead by just throwing a ball like that, especially with the receivers that we have. You know, But the only thing, that comes with a lot of three and outs when you want to throw the ball consistently like that. You don't want to do that. Well, it also it feels like it, considering how good he is underneath and then yards after catch or slants, it could be a lot of AJ Brown. Yes, uh, yes, it could be a lot of Goddard. Not that Smith can't do his thing; of course he can. But it feels like it, it plays into the strengths of those players. And uh, that's they, what, and that's the strength that you know I, I think they're going to attack. And it's just because they can, they're going to do it. And I, I truly believe that that they're going to do it. All right, let I, me ask you if um, if my lot is down. We know Dillard, while he can start practicing, is not ready. Did you did you like what you saw at left tackle? If it's not Mylotta, or would you do something else? No, I think they'll be fine with with Driscoll being there. Okay, they'll be fine with Driscoll being there. Um, can't afford to get anybody else hurt. No, you know, you look at the shuffle. And I'm, I'm, let me look at the. Their, um, Say Malu had to come out as well yeah, uh, yeah. to finish that game, and I think Dickerson for like a minute, and then he came back in was dominant. But you know, that's 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 what kind of what uh-huh. it was. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at um, the practice squad. I don't know who they could bring up. They got Roderick Johnson. Nah, they're not going to bring him up mm. from the practice squad. You know, they got to have to bring somebody up or sign somebody. So, um, Jared Williams, <sighs> man, it's, 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 it's thin. It's thin for him right now. So, I think Jared Williams, they'll bring up Jared Williams. They got to bring have to bring somebody up because Dillard won't be ready to play. Um, I, I, I think Marlotta is going to be okay. I think he will be okay. He could have came back in, but he just didn't because uh, they didn't have to. But I think Jordan Marlotta will be okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and again, he, you know, Nick continues to give you the the optimistic thing. He thinks everybody may play. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, I, I will say this. Um, Jake Elliott spoke as well, and he said, I'm, I'm far less pain. He's walking without a limp, but he can't guarantee anything. So at, at right. least, you know. For whatever that's worth, they brought in a kicker, which you have to do at that position. It's not like you have just the surplus of guys laying around. <laughs> and, you, and, and, and you definitely don't want uh, supus. Supus. Uh, uh, no, so, I don't want him punting, so let alone kicking. You know, another aspect you got to worry about with this Cardinals team—they love to do plays of trickery. You got to be careful. Yes. They love, they love their trickery. I don't care if it's a punting. I don't care if it's a field goal. I don't care whatever the case. They love to try to catch you off guard every now and then. And those are the kind of things also that can be momentum shifters. Oh, yeah. Got to be, gotta be wary, wary of that. Oh, that, look, that's very real. 
So here's what the Eagles have coming up. So we know it's the Cardinals this week, the huge one next week, Dallas here Sunday night game. And of course the Eagles have struggled against the Cowboys in a big way. Then they got a bye week, you know, relative a little bit early, a little bit earlier than usual. Um, then they're home against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh making the announcement yesterday that they're going to go with Kenny Pickett as a starting quarterback. That's a uh, one o'clock the following week. That's the day before Halloween. That's the 30th of October. Then they're, and then it's a Thursday quick turnaround Thursday night at Houston. Then it's, well, if it's still Wentz at that point at the quarterback spot, it's Wentz uh, coming here on the 10th. So that's what they have coming up in the, uh, in the near future. And again, we pointed this out. What was it last week that they're favored in every game going forward right now? Certainly that wouldn't change last week because you won. This is like, this is like similar to last year in terms of the quarterbacks they're facing. This is weird. Just, I mean, you uh, came in from sales. I think about sales. Okay, down in Houston, Daniel Jones, <laughs> Mills, Carson Mills, went, yeah. Mills, sales, whatever name Mills. It could be, it could be what's what's that mill? Uh, that made Quaker Oats. What's the name of the company? Mills. <laughs> General uh, Mills. General Mills. There you go. Oh I mean, God. I mean, think about it. The quarterback outside. Okay, they got Aaron Rodgers. They got a face who's still trying to find his way with a young group of receivers. Who, who else is a top-flight quarterback on the schedule this year? Well, Dallas, it's complicated, right? Because Cooper yeah, Rush is playing well, yeah. but Dak Prescott may come back for that game. How rusty is Dak? You know, what do you do if you're Dallas if, and Cooper if, Rush has another good week? It, that's going to be a really tough call. So that could – you're right. That could sort of offset the Dallas yeah. game. Then, I mean, then it's Pickett, Mills, yeah, a, a think, mess of Carson Wentz or Heineke yes, at that point. Think, I'm just uh, thinking about it. Matt Ryan's been a disaster. Really, Yeah, you're right. Until week 12, until you get Rodgers. That's it. That's it. That's all you got. But you but know that's kind of the league too. Well, it is. Well, now we could look look at Buffalo's schedule compared to <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a lot different, you know. Yeah. Um, it, you know, but you got to play who you got to play. No questions. If I, if I'm Mike McCarthy, and if Jerry Jones tries to press me to play Dak next week, especially especially if Dallas beats the Rams this week, which I'm pitching picking Dallas to beat the Rams this week. Yeah, I punched Jerry Jones right in his eighty-year-old face. Man, you better go sit your behind down somewhere. Let me run this until it, it's otherwise. Dak, when he's fully ready. Wow, Jeez, I'm serious. Serious. Hell, man. You, got, you got Dallas beating the, the Rams? Rams. Hey, Dallas. Uh, guess who's right behind the Eagles with fifteen quarterback sacks? Yeah, Dallas. Hey, I'm playing whatever for whatever reason. Right now, Cooper Rush has the mojo. These boys are playing for Cooper Rush, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they are. Okay. Yeah, they are. The defense is picking it up. And I just saw Javon Curse, who hadn't played, it could have played last week for Dallas. He might be coming back this week. Now add him to that that defense. Cause I think, I think, and I said it earlier this week, I think Dallas front front guy are the best get off the ball in the game right now. In terms of just quickness off the ball, I think they're the best. Man, they're so if you watch them play, they're so quick on a quarterback right now. I don't know what the heck they're doing. But do, no, I mean, they just, they just have, I mean, good DeMarcus players Lawrence, and a good coordinator. Quinn's yeah. a good coordinator. Right. You know, Demarcus Lawrence gets off the rock, man. And man, you got what? guys that can, you got, you, you got guys, you know, that like, what's his name? Osa. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not even going yeah, to try you. to pronounce that, but everybody's Michael Parsons. Hey, everybody follow me. And Armstrong. <laughs> Armstrong. Armstrong yeah. He can rush the passer yeah. also. Mm-hmm. And so, Curse hasn't even played, you know, him being playing for him. I mean, I put him back in that mix. You know, so I'm saying, if yeah. Dal- for whatever reason, people want to hear Dallas is on a roll right now. For whatever the reason, mm-hmm. this kid Cooper Rush has gives him a spark. He did it last year in Minnesota. Everybody thought, man, Dallas is gonna get 
handed. I don't know why. That defense played a lights-out game against Minnesota. Whenever this kid steps under center, for some reason they play better. Now they have Michael Gallup back on offense. Now you got Curse coming back on defense. And this kid's balling. If I'm okay, we don't we don't know the severity. Uh, anytime you have surgery on your hand, okay, you know it's bad. But you know, well, he you know he's still he he feels better gripping the ball now. Dak is start. I don't care. Now, right now, look, I know we're paying you a lot of money, but something's happening here. Something's working here. Why would you mess that up? I agree with you. Uh, look, I well, I, the, the easy answer is money. Money, um, straight but, up injuries. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I here's what I my guess would be. They're they've already said look, he's having trouble gripping the ball. We're not going to officially rolling him out, but it doesn't look good. He's not playing this week. He's not playing this week for sure, yeah. If yeah, I'm see, them, <clears throat> I'm just trying to preach the, hey, we're trying to be overly cautious with you, Dak. We don't want you coming back and getting yes. hurt right away. I'm trying to sell him on that. The problem is he's going to be pushing hard to get back for that Eagles game. I guarantee well, not, you. Not only that, but then you got the owner who does his radio show. You know, he could be back sooner rather than later. Yep. That means he's having a hand to saying what McCarthy does in the trainers. Totally. He may override the trainers and the head coach. Yes. Well, yeah. then, that'll feed right into what we need. Yeah, well, it I'd be thrilled right about that because that's the best thing that could have happened yeah, is, is right. Jerry Jones and, and how meddling he is. It's great. So I, I I would want that simply because, you know, saying his hand, you know, if you get a pass rush on him, he hits his hand on a on a helmet or you come by and, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, Hassan Reddick loves the you know, karate Slap chop. That hand. That's right. It, it'll it'll bode well for us. You know what I'm saying? But. Cooper. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Gosh, man, he is, he's, he's, we're not, let me, let me first say this. He's not on a level of a, of a, of a, you know, Drew Brees or anybody like that. No, you know what no, I'm saying? We're no. not saying he's a no. functional quarterback that could right. run the offense. That's right. it. You know what I'm saying? That's he doesn't, it. doesn't make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> but but, right, some, right, but, right. but something happens when he's out there. Right. You see what I'm saying? They play a different game when he's out there. Well, the you, offense yeah, is more wanna, efficient when he's out there. Because you want to make sure that, you know, that you put him in the best position you can put him in. Sometimes you play harder for the backup because you know that – the backup has um, deficiencies that you're trying to keep from, you right. know, be, you know, being highlighted. So you'll play a little harder just because you know this guy uh, is not the quarterback that you have in there. That's I me. Mean, that happens all the time. Yeah, happens no all the time. Mm-hmm. No doubt. All right, let's step aside here. We will uh, we'll we'll continue with the NFL talk coming up. So a couple things that we're going to be hitting uh, in the NFL segment here. Uh, we're going to do buying or selling quarterbacks, certain quarterbacks, teams as well. We're going to rank the NFC East wide receiving core. No. Are you serious? Every time we go into break. At exactly 131 on this Wednesday, Rob <laughs> Ellis dissed us again. As uh, Rob was just uh, talking about, coming back, we're going to do our NFL segment. Uh, we're going to do buy or sell. We're going to rank the top five teams, our top five teams in the NFC. We're going to talk about – oh, he's backing. Look, man, I'm tired of doing your job, man. You know, you hang around. You either hang around or you got to start paying me half of what they're paying you. Yeah, I'm just saying. And you know what? To add to what you were saying, Rob, I have a yeah. couple of other questions in the NFL segment pertaining to – Aaron Rodgers, Ooh. Denver okay. slash Seattle. Okay. Um, and a very interesting comment Mike Tomlin made about a player. 
Okay. And, okay. and an injury update for a key injury player. Okay. okay. We'll give you all that. All right. All that and more. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn, Trees, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you're not really sure, reach out. They may be able to just trim one back a little bit, or if you have to have it taken out completely, they will figure it out for you. All right. And they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees and they serve Southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and Northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, and tree pruning. Now keep in mind, we are in the midst of the storm season here, hurricane season as well. It's a great time to have your trees evaluated before they come down with a gust of wind or some hard rain. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call right now, 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or you can visit them online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
We are back. Hanging out with you on. What in the world is going on here today? What happened? No, when you came back, you were on the full screen and had like three lines through your face and all that. Oh, stuff. oh, oh. I don't know. It's it's one of those days, man. A little bit, a lot of gremlins working. Hey, do you have your phone handy just in case you your Wi-Fi freezes again? I I do actually. Okay. I am All right. I am fully prepared okay. uh, right here. That's for sure. Things go out. Uh, welcome back, Sports Day. Derek Barrett, Rob, hanging out with you on this uh, this Wednesday. Um, all right. So we mentioned if you're just tuning in a little bit earlier that the Phillies will be playing their first playoff series since 2011. And the times have been announced for the series Friday at 2.07 p.m. against the Cardinals. Saturday, 8.37 p.m. Sunday, right now to be determined, but it, it's looking like it's going to be a night game as well. If it's Which, which would be cool. I mean, if it's an 8 o'clock game, you got an Eagles game at 4.30 or 4.25. Kind of roll right into that. Could be nice. Could work out really, really well. Mm. I know some people aren't thrilled with the later time spots. I get it. Uh, I understand that, especially for little kids. The good thing is it's a Saturday, at least, at 8.37. You might not see the whole game. You, let you, know, you go to bed about 10 o'clock. So Me? Like, no chance yeah. I won't be watching that game, man. Trust you, me. What? No? There's no chance I'll miss that game. No chance. You sure? Uh, 100%, yes. You'll be, you be laying in bed with a cup? Uh, no. I'll, I'll be all, I'll likely be on before the game. I'll be wired when I yeah. get, get home to watch it. That's for sure. Um yeah, so that that's the way it sets up, and it looks like game one will go will be Wheeler. Game two will be Nola. Game game three will be Suarez. Right. To determine what the Cardinals are going to do. So uh, Phillies are four and three against St. Louis this year. Yeah. Um, and I that's just why I wanted St. Louis the whole time. Some people I want to take on the Mets and knock them off. No thanks. Yeah, okay. No. Not yet. <laughs> no. Foolishness. No. no. <laughs> Phillies five and fourteen against the Mets this year. Um. Here's an interesting stat. You know, you, Paul Goldschmidt might be the N, the NL MVP, but Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, who is just insanely good on, on you know, offensively, defensively. 16 for 72, which is a 222 average, versus Wheeler and Nola with no home runs and 14 strikeouts. I'll take that. Wheeler against the Cardinals this year. 14 innings, no runs. Uh, he's only allowed one run in the last 22 innings. That's a 0.18 whip against St. Louis. Wow. I'll take that. Yep. Cardinals, their last 14 games are six and eight, and they've scored two or fewer runs in nine of those games. They're really having a tough time offensively right now. Now, admittedly, you lose a little bit of your steam and your heat when you have things locked up. That's true. Wait, did he freeze again? Yeah, I think so. Man. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, man. I I I think this is gonna be a this could be a series where I mean I, I like our chances against St. Louis. I really do like our chances against I St. Agree. Louis just because you know we're we're starting to warm up when we need to warm up. I agree. You know, well so. not not only that, but you know, as Rob mentioned, the, the, the Phillies are four and three um against St. Louis. If you look statistically across the board and I'm talking batting as well as pitching, the two sides are very comparable. The numbers that Rob just gave in terms of Nola and Wheeler against St. Louis this season, that's a great – I mean, as as hot as St. Louis was hitting, you know, if you got pitching that can find a way to neutralize them, I like those chances, especially in in a short series. Right, 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 right. My concern is which Phillies offense is going to show up because they've been so hot and cold 
over the last month. That worries me more than any, anything else. And, of course, who's coming out of the bullpen for the Phillies as well. If Eflin's coming out early, I'm fine. If Alvarado's coming out early, I'm fine. But if you're talking about Robertson and Sir Anthony, especially at strategic points of the game, especially after watching Sir Anthony last night walk in and get roped again, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous if I'm the Phillies. I am also because I thought Sir was going to be our uh, our designated closer for the rest of the season. Right. He started out that way, then he got hurt. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's real iffy, man. You know, the lineup's real iffy when you, when you go into, you know, just strategically putting guys in especially the close in our games, man. We, we just don't have, you know, a lot of confidence in them right now. So that's why I need, that's why I don't, I don't like talking about yeah. the bullpen and who the closer is, you know, cause I mean, the way they're using Eflin, you know, I mean, it, it, great job by them using them that way. So I just need to continue what we saw two games ago. I need Kyle Schwarber to step up, Reese Hoskins to step up. So we don't have to worry about that score as many runs as we can, man. Cause, this is going to be this. I mean, this is where this team started out the year to being. They, they were supposed to be a team that could right. go out there and hit. You know, maybe we get you know a couple a little production out of Nick. You know, Castellanos. You know, um, but I I really think we're just going to have to outscore the, the Cardinals. Well, yeah, but but pitching pitching has to uh, come into play somewhere. You know, it, you know if 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 if, if there's a possibility, Eflin could be a closer especially the way he's been throwing the ball uh, since he's come back. Um, I, I, I like that. You know, if, if, um, if um, Eflin is your first guy out of the bullpen, um, I, I like that also. And Alvarado could be your closer, the way Alvarado's been throwing the ball. Right, right. It's, I it's think that's the, more so what's going to be right there. Yeah, I think it, there's the other scenarios. If What if St. Louis hitting, is hitting? And you got to go deep into your bullpen. What about the possibility if all of a sudden Nola and, and Wheeler don't live up to the stats that Rob just mentioned a few minutes ago? Now you've got to go a little bit deeper into your bullpen. That's where it gets a little bit tricky for me because it's a hit or miss. These these pitchers coming out of Philly's bullpen have been hit, other than Alvarado and Eflin, have been hit or miss. You right, know? And right. There's been that, there's not been that consistency that you're hoping for, especially from a, a playoff team. And other teams are going to have to worry about that as well. But when I look at teams like the Dodgers and Houston, um, you know, you know, whoever's just coming out of that pen, eight times out of ten, they're in good hands. Well, you know, you know so how would you do it then? Like, you know, I Willard know. goes, Eflin goes. I mean, if they're not in a high-pressure situation, do you still put Eflin in? Or do you go with Alvarado? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I that's, that's where I, I – this is where, you know – Skipper's gonna have to make his money, man. Because yeah, if, if if they're not if they're not in a position where they need him, need him right then and there. Yeah. Now, like what if they're up? What if they're up two runs or one run? Okay, going into going into the sixth, seventh. Do you go with somebody like Alvarado instead of going with Eflin? Well, I'm saying I need I need Alvarado and Eflin in the later games, for the most part. More mm-hmm. you know to to secure. My concern is when you bring Syndergaard in. You know, and you bring up some of these other guys in, and you're sitting there going, "Oh, geez, here we go." You know? Bro, I'm telling you right now, I think Syndergaard is, is, is going to surprise a lot of people, man. And playoff baseball is going to turn; he's going to turn around and be um, somewhat competitive in this playoff run. I really do think so, man. Just because he knows he's been there before, he knows what it is to be in high pressure situations. 
even though he's looked bad now, this is not where it counts. I've I've, I've right. been around people that when the when the stage is biggest, that's when they start performing, man. And I I think that's why they went out and got you know saying uh, Syndergaard. That's that's exactly why they got Syndergaard for right now. These circumstances uh, right now. I don't disagree with you, but based on performance, he makes me very nervous when he steps out <laughs> on that hill. I mean, I, I just that's being honest, too, you know. Man. Yes, you know, too. you're right. I I like the way you put it that he's he's been in these situations he, he he should know the magnitude of these situations but based on what we've seen leading up to what's coming up this weekend he has not consistently delivered the goods now he had a good outing the uh his last game but that was against washington i mean seriously i mean when he plays better competition he's not that guy well you know like, like you know, jim g is right you know um he is he isn't fully all the way back from, from elbow surgery, you know, saying Tommy John, he's not fully back yet. But I just think that experience, man, that experience, man, travels, man. You know, it, it does, man. It travels, man. It, it, you know, we he has to give me something, man. And I think that's why they went out and got him. I promise you that's why they went out and got him. Not I necessarily agree. what he did towards the end of the season. I'm talking about right now, these these type of situations, you know what I'm saying? His 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 leadership going into this locker room, understanding telling these bullpen guys, look, guys, we got to make it happen. I, I, I don't disagree with it 100%, but, but like, I, I, I can't emphasize it enough. You know, I'm not going to go so far as to say he's toast, but I'm just saying when I've needed to see him in bigger moments, they haven't been there. You know, like I said, he, 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 he came out of it and, and pitched against Washington well over the weekend. But that's Washington. that's Washington. You got a bunch of <laughs> you got a bunch of AAA players playing down in Washington. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I, I just you know, and then what do you do with Kyle Gibson? Yeah, that's another one. That's you another one. Yeah. Gibson, Gibson. Gibson is the one who got rocked by Washington on Saturday. And think about that. He he got rocked. So get so Gibson and Syndergaard are huge question marks in terms of when, where, how, and why you use them. If you can get if you can get to if you can go from Wheeler and Nola to Alvarado and Eflin, uh, I'm all right with that. Yes, but me too. that's not going to happen. That's not going to consistently happen because you know if you have to use them on the back end, well, you know they pitched X amount of innings. It drives me nuts. They pitched X amount of innings, so you have to give them a day off. No, you don't. This is playoff baseball. And you this know, this this is where that this is where. This is when you know you have to strategically use that roster. You got to get that roster going, man. And, and dude, and, and Bryce Harper. If there's ever time they need Bryce Harper to come out of his funk, it's now. Yes, because yes. Bryce Harper has. Not, I mean, uh, and I heard you heard me give the stat yesterday when we had um, Tom McCarthy on. He's three for nineteen in his last five games. Three for nineteen. He hasn't been the same hitter. Since before the surgery, you know, since he's come back, and, and and I don't know if it's the way he's gripping it back, if he still feels it every time there's a bat-to-ball contact. I don't know if that's affecting him. I don't know if he's thinking too much of the place. You know, when, when hitters, when when quality hitters start going into tailspins, it comes down to is my 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 arms in the right. They start thinking too much. Right. Is it arm placement? Is it foot placement? You know. Right. So who knows what Bryce Harper is thinking right now? I'm not swinging um, hard enough, you know. Yeah, what I'm not swinging hard. Yeah. Am I sw- am I over swinging? Right, right. You know, and, and do I need to cut back on my swing? Am I swinging for the fist too much instead of trying to be that contact hitter and putting the ball uh, in the play and all uh, from from uh, foul line to foul line? You know, to help the team out. There's a lot of 
a lot of things go into play. You know, when you're a big money, when you're a three hundred million dollar ball player who's who who's hired to hit with expectations with and power, and, you know, and you and you haven't played in the outfield all. I mean, uh, in, all yeah, all yeah, that, yeah. that starts wearing on you. And we don't know how much the elbow was really affecting the swing either. You know, right. I mean, you right. think about this. He had some time off the rehab. He had, you know, what, two months off the rehab. But we don't know to what degree that's affecting his in terms of arm extension um, and getting the drive on the ball that he wants. Or if he's feeling the pain, once he extends, does he feel the pain? Does that mess with the, with that that fraction of a second mindset when, you know, you can feel that little twinge in there? You know what I mean? So, it, man, this, this see, is a lot. But one thing, though, one thing. Uh, all he needs is one time. That's it. He can, he can get it just like that. That's it. That's it. Just like that. I no question. All about you it. need is one thing. One time you'll be okay. And I, and I, I'm, I gotta think my glass is is, is half full, man. I, I gotta keep thinking because they're in the playoffs now. Everybody has the same record, so let's yeah. go. Yeah, I think I think St. Louis is the perfect matchup for them to open the playoffs. You know, we kept saying throughout the season, man, if the Phillies got to the playoffs, considering how long it's been since they've been to the playoffs, 2011, you don't want to see them make a quick exit. And when you look at the possible matchups they could have faced, whether it was Atlanta, the Mets, or whatever the case may be, um, I'd like them opening with with St. Louis because they're even keel. They've won the season series against St. Louis. So, and, and you know, St. Louis pitching staff pitched well, pitched better. The hitting really came around. I mean, they were like five, six, seven games behind the Brewers. All of a sudden, the Brewers went in the tailspin, and St. Louis got red hot, you yep. know, pitching and hitting. It's tailed off a little bit for the last couple of weeks of the season. You know, was it due so to the – So so yeah. we. Yeah. They said the same so, thing about us. So, so we. You know so, what I'm yeah. We didn't necessarily win into the playoffs. Yeah. I think the Brewers lost their way out of the playoffs. I agree. I agree. So. Some of the games the Brewers lost to Arizona and Miami – um, you know, nobody could have anticipated that, but the Brewers pitching staff betrayed them. The hitting betrayed them. You know, so you're right. That's that's a very good way of putting it. It was more so the Brewers because when the Phillies lost that game to the to Washington over the weekend, if the Brewers had won, they'd have been dead even. Yep. And yep. the Brewers turn around and lose, you know, so put them <laughs> right back in the driver's seat. You know, and, and while we're on the subject of the Phillies and especially that game last night, Let's take a moment to talk about the guy who's pitching against the Phillies last night, Justin Verlander. Okay. 39 years old, had missed almost two seasons because of Tommy John surgery. Now, granted, the Phillies were playing basically the backups last night. You had Bryce Harper in there, but they didn't play their frontline players. This team almost got no hit by now. Now, Verlander only pitched five innings, but in those five innings, he had 10 strikeouts. Okay. <laughs> Dang. He won. He won his 18th game. He is the odds-on favorite to win the Cy Young again this year. He's already won three Cy Youngs. He's already had what two? He's won two Cy Youngs. He's already had three no hitters in his career, almost with the help of other people. Uh, last night, almost pulled off another no hitter against this Phillies team. Justin Verlander, 39 years old, dude. This is like Nolan Ryan type stuff. What he's right. doing right now, exactly. That's why I have. That's all. That's why I have. I have so much. Um, Wishful thinking. So much wishful thinking in center right. guard. So okay. much wishful thinking in center guard because of that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come on, man. It's time. It's time to make it happen. Let's go. I, li- I like your positivity. I'm not quite there with you <laughs> on the positivity, but I like your positivity. Um, but look, but- man, another positive. You know, yeah. I, I want to talk. I want to talk about 
what we do best. And we haven't done, but we just started to get it going again. And that's Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it going. Yeah. Yeah. He started it off. That's why yeah. I get. he started it off. So he's going to start yeah. it off this time. Let's go. You know, start the series off right. We we don't know which Hoskins we're going to get. You know, Hoskins gets on these rolls. Yep. And then all of a sudden he's a no show. You know, we need, we, you know, you, the back end, the back end of this lineup has really helped carry this team. You're going to need every bit of the know. back end of this lineup from yes. Segura to Stott to Verland, Verlander. I mean, the Verling, um, uh, Bohm, all these guys. You're going to need all these guys to step up their game. Real Muto is the same. It's another guy. He well, goes he's, in streaks. But he's been more consistent. He's been one of our most consistent guys, you know, throughout this, this rough streak, though. He stayed pretty much consistent, you know. So I, I mean, I just need Castellanos, you know. You, you, you know, if he, if he, my guy, if he, my guy, Castellanos. If he can, if he can come out of this tree, man, and 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 make some things happen, man. You know, it this will, this will be a very, very competitive series. You know, what I'm saying two and out, baby. Let's two, go two and out. We need yeah. two and out. So well, let's go. Let's get it. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know, for people asking in the chat room, uh, Rob, once again, is having uh, technical difficulties. Uh, unfortunately for Rob, I'm sure right now his his face is as red as the banners on his wall, trying to figure out what exactly is going on with his Wi-Fi and stuff. So Rob did not abandon us. No, he did not get tired of trying to keep Barrett and I in line. <laughs> it is a technical issue with Mr. Ellis, and hopefully he can rejoin us uh, in a few moments from now. Um, but... You know, Bro, Philly, you know what? I got. I got. I got. You know, speaking of that, I, since this game is on Friday, man, I might have to do uh, SNC, bro. What is that? SNC. Yes. What is that? For uh, for 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 uh, for Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? Because everybody's gonna be gone. Oh. Everybody's gone. Oh. Who's here? Mm. Exactly. That's a good point. Everybody's gone. Everybody's either in, uh, everybody's going to be in St. Louis or they're going to be in Arizona. Wait, when you say S and C, what are you talking about? The uh, for uh, for NBC. The what show. Is what is S and C? I don't watch. I don't watch NBC. What is that? Oh, it's, 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 it's the it's the it's the night show. Oh, the, the overnight one. show. Yeah. Oh, that's whoa. Oh, I got to tune in for this. You may be you may be anchoring it. I might have to. What? Yeah. Well, don't you have a game this weekend? No, no game this weekend. Oh, you don't have a college game this weekend? Nope. Isn't that like the second week you haven't had a college game? This will be the third week. I don't have one until the the week of the twenty first. Wow, really? Yeah, man. I mean, they said inventory is low right now. What is inventory is low? What does that mean? That means ESPN has low inventory on games. Are they doing? Are they going budget bargain basement budget? Yes. In terms of so, uh, how many games they do. So in turn, that means that means that the school are providing their own talent for the games. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Because it's a lot cheaper. Yes. Well, I was going to say when it comes to ESPN, when you think about the money they shell out for the NFL contract, college football. You know uh, the SEC and all these games and stuff like that. Do you think ESPN is worried about money? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. are they, are they re- really? This this is how they c- cut corners. They you know, the, uh, yeah. Who do I need? To, who do I need to call to talk to these people about dipping into Barrett's pocket like this? Man, Barrett needs his boat money. 
I, I need it, bro. I need it. Barrett needs his boat money. He's got projects, <laughs> painting boats, new engines in the boat, new fishing gear for the boat. Hey, you know, so we're, we're, we're backtracked. I mean, next month we got to go. Back, go, go where? We're going fishing up in uh, North Jersey. I can't go anymore, man. Yes, you can. No, because when the Eagles play on Sunday, I have to go to Atlantic City on Saturdays. Yeah, so, so I can't we'll be go. back. We'll be back. No, I mean, you ain't get me. I mean, how many times I got to tell you, bro? You ain't get me no 50 miles offshore. We're not going 50 miles offshore. When we go out, we're not. You can actually see the. You can actually jump off the boat and swim to land. That's how close it is. Okay, you saying five miles? Not even five miles. Look, man, not even three water, miles. Look, man, I ain't swimming three miles. The water's cold, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're not, you don't have to worry about it. No, I mean, man, all yeah. the stripers come in. All of them, all of them come in. All the rockfish come in. That's what man, you guys I, call a rockfish, I, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That's what they call it in Maryland, rockfish. Oh, yeah. I call them stripers. You know, I'm not with this rockfish stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, who came? I understand they hover around rocks. I get that. To me, they will always be stripers. <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay. They call them no rockfish, man. But man, I'm sorry to see you not get a game this weekend. But now that you told me about tonight, oh, I'm have to tune in now. I'm you should always see tune in, man. You should always tune Why? in and check your boy out, man. I do, but a lot of times I have to tape it. You know, because I'm always doing something. I'm babysitting a grandkid or something. You know, the honey-do list. You know, can't I can't just sit in front of the TV like I used to bear. Those days are over for D-Gun. Well, you got you got people that, that really want to get you out, you know, fishing out there, man, so you can enjoy yourself, man. Who's people? You and T- Captain T- Tony? Yeah, me, Captain Tony, yes. Yeah, see, I, got, I think you two are plotting to get me out there no, and dangle bro, me out I'm the front of the no. boat. See, see, look, look, New Jersey fishing uh, maniac. He he loves it yeah. too. He loves. Come on it down too. south and get some of these crappies. Hey, let me tell you something. Hey, who who's this? Joaquin Williams. Hey, let me tell you something. I love I crappie anyways, fish. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got a two two and a half pound crappie in my wall right here, caught up at uh, Lake Arthur, just thirty minutes north of Pittsburgh. We caught like thirty five of them that day. The smallest one was like 1.8 pounds, man. This guy put us that's on. That's a big crappie, too. Dude, that's a big crappie right there, man. That thing's big as a plate. <laughs> it doesn't look like it on camera, but that thing's bigger than a plate. I love crappie fishing, man. Now, but, do, you you eat, know, do, you, do you eat your crappie? Yes. Yes. Do you? I'll, I'll, I'll eat Um, I'll eat it for the private lake. Like, the private ponds you go to, I'll eat fish out of there. Okay. All right. But okay. I, won't eat, I, won't, I won't eat it like where I am. You know where I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want anything in the Delaware, you know what I'm saying? You might catch a fish that three eyes in it, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, hey you're hey, still hey. fishing. You're right. You're no, still- no, William Stark has a question for you, Barrett. How are you – how are the weak fish doing in Delaware Bay? They're still not – they're they're they still haven't, you know what I'm saying, caught up yet. You used to catch weak fish all the time, man. But you don't catch them as many, you know, now, okay. you know. I mean, I haven't caught a weak fish in probably five years. Yeah, and I've yeah, only seen yeah. I've only seen two caught in the past two years, two wow. weak fish caught in the past two years. Yeah, do you eat, not do, you eat fish, do you eat fish out of Delaware Bay? Yes, oh, out you of do? Delaware Bay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just I was, I was just uh, I was just wanted. Oh, my boy Paul burst about D gun scared. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, bro, yeah, you ain't get D gun no five twenty miles offshore. And Paul, hey, Paul was on the boat with us. We went to Chesapeake, caught all those stripers, man. Yep, <laughs> you know Paul's been, Paul's been out there with us, man. Catch your stripers, but uh, okay, we're gonna step aside for just a moment. Um, hopefully, Rob Ellis will be back with us when we come back with or without Rob. 
We're going to take a spin around the NFL, as Rob talked about a few moments ago. We're going to talk about the best receiving uh, duos and tandems in the NFC, I think, hands down. We already know about that. We're going to rank the top five NFC teams. And, Mr. Brooks, I have some questions for you. No, no, no. You, no, no, no. No, you're not allowed to come back right now. It's in the middle of sending it to break. You, oh, yeah. you can't come back. <laughs> All right. So but I'm glad you're back, though, to be honest with you. But as I said, we're going to do the NFL segment. Yep. Uh, Rob, we're going to talk about the uh, best receiving core in the NFC. We're okay. going to break down the top five teams in the uh, NFC as well. I have some pertinent questions for you, Mr. Ellis, and you, Mr. Brooks, pertaining to Aaron Rodgers and the Denver slash Seattle trade. Okay. And uh, NFL head coach paid a great tribute to a defensive pass rusher, but it's a colorful one. Not, I should say colorful one. It's one that makes you chuckle. So all that and more, we still have open talk coming up as well. Birthdays and then some. That man who finally returned after about a 20-minute hiatus is Rob Ellis. That guy over there, Mr. Uh, uh, Blues Clues, is Barrett Brooks. I'm D. Gunn. We'll be back in just a moment on the other side of this break. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
Oh, I'm going to have some fun with the Xfinity folks at, at about 302. We're, we're going to have some fun. All the freaking money I pay for cable and internet, it's on, baby. All right. Oh, the Irish blood is boiling, baby. Oh, if there was a camera on me the last 15 minutes, man, it would not have been pretty. So we'll figure it out. We will get it done. I, hey, can I go, you, can I go, you do us a favor? Yes. Can you record the conversation with you and Xfinity so we can listen to it on the show not. tomorrow? I don't know, maybe. I but I go basically close to six months without ever zotzing out in the last three days. And I know the weather has been crappy, so I understand that, but I don't know. All right. Anyway, so we're back. It's all good. It's all good. A um, couple things NFL-wise. One, Jonathan Taylor out. Jonathan Taylor will not mm. play. This, that's the last thing the Colts need, man, mm. is, is Jonathan Taylor being out. So he had been battling that ankle, guys, and he will not be able to play for them this week. That's a huge, huge loss for them. That is no joke. Yeah, it is. That, that he won't mm. be playing because I'll tell you, Matt Ryan has really had a tough time this year and it's no not point. all his fault. And it's the no. game tomorrow. That may be part of it. They're playing Denver tomorrow at Denver, but that's a, that's a big <sighs> against yeah. that Denver's defense with no running back to take some of that pressure off him. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're running back situation. Any, any, any much no, better. No, no, it's not. not. No. Javante Williams done. He's yep, cooked for the season. Yeah. Yeah, and, sure. and these are and these are two teams that have pretty good defenses, so it's going to be interesting to see. You know? uh, absolutely. absolutely, Russell has not been Russell. Um, Matt Ryan is struggling over there uh, with that team. Now both the teams' top running backs are out. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's a biggie. Um, Cole Beasley retired, came back, played two games with the Bucks. Said, "I'm done. I'm good. I don't what? want any more of this. I'm out." Yeah. Wait, wow. did, they ask, did they ask him to take the, the the shot, the COVID shot, and he refused again, or what? <laughs> no, I don't think it was a COVID thing. I think he just <laughs> realized, you know what? Uh, I'm good being home. I'm kind of done with this. Well, so he, man, bro, you know what it was was, um, you know, what I'm saying he 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 wanted to go out more ceremoniously than uh than 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 what's his name AB did. So you know he didn't want to <laughs> run around with taking his shirt off and you know what I'm saying stripping before he leaves out. Yeah, you know what I mean take yeah. pictures. With 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 with, Giselle, what's his name? Giselle, Giselle, Giselle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no more Beasley. Uh, he is gone. Uh, there are a couple other couple other ones here. Uh, Blake Bortles retired. I did, I thought he was already retired, but he, good. Yeah, that's become official. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, There's about guy, twenty that, quarterbacks that should retire. That guy played in an AFC Championship game and had the had the Patriots on the ropes. Yes. In, in 2017, the Eagles were real close to playing the, the, the Jaguars. It's crazy, but that's football, man. That's the way it goes. Uh, looks like Russell Wilson will be good to go to play on Thursday night. He's been battling some injuries as well. Uh, Jeremy Chin placed on the IR, the uh, safety from the Panthers. Ooh. He leads him in tackles the last two years. He's on the injury reserve with a hamstring injury. He'll mm. miss at least the next four weeks. You talk about another team that can ill afford to lose anybody. That's right. Yeah, Carolina, man. So he is out. He's out for a uh, for an extended period of time here. Did you have other ones, Gunner? You wanted to sneak in? The, the yeah. So, so, so to open up the conversation, uh, just to, um, to, well, to enhance the conversation of football in general. First of all, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Now, Aaron Rodgers, get this, has thrown fewer than 10 picks in a season for 12 consecutive years. Think about that. You're, you're muted, Barrett. Um, he's thrown fewer than 10 picks for 12 consecutive seasons. 
has not thrown more than five in a season since 2017. Right now, because he's got the Kitty Brigade, he's got three in four games. He's on pace to throw 12 this year. My question to you two gentlemen is, will Aaron Rodgers hit double digits in picks this season? Yes. I'll say that. Because so. uh, he has young guys. I mean, that's, I mean that's, you know, they got to go through the bumps and bruises. You know, Adams didn't come out just being a baller. Adams, it took some, it took a while for him to go out and and and, and be that productive guy that you know you see that you saw the past couple of years. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, he's gonna right. he's gonna go through it, man. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna go through it. So when I look at when I look at his production, yes, it's gonna be down. It's gonna be down because he doesn't have, you know, the the firepower that he used to have. I mean, ever since he's lost. You know, all those guys he lost, you know, me, Randall, remember he had Randall Cobb. Yeah. He had my boy from Kansas State. Um, he had um, a younger Devontae Adams. Young um, Devontae Adams. He had Nelson. Oh, you know the, Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson. I mean, yeah. he, he could, you know, he had a squad then. He don't have that anymore. So, you know, of course he's going to go through the bunks and bruises of not having that top tier talent, man. So the running game has bailed him out. In, oh, in absolutely. a lot of ways. Yeah, in a absolutely. lot of ways. I think Aaron would throw the ball away before he would throw a pick. Yeah. If you look at if you look at the pick six he threw against the Patriots on Sunday, the receiver went one way, and I guess he was supposed to go another way. And all of a sudden the DB standing there with clear sailing to the goal line. And you know he, he was hot, man. He just he was he hot as fish grease. Yeah, he was hot as fish grease, bro. Yeah, man. He just shook but, his head, man. But that's 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 part of the growing pains. But see, I fault the organization for that. Yes. For not getting them better receivers. It's not like like other teams did. You know, when they had their draft class come out a couple of years ago, that was considered the best draft class of wide receivers in the history of the game. Green Bay took none. Not one. Not one. Not first round, not second round. They said basically, well, the receivers we had targeted in the first round were gone. Yeah, but wait a minute. This was a deep pool of receivers. You couldn't get second-tier receivers. All those guys weren't first-round picks right. that are producing in the NFL. You know, Green Bay's never put a lot of stock into getting top-notch wide receivers when it comes to the draft. Well, that's that's because you have a top-notch quarterback. He makes ordinary guys look like they're they're top-notch. Right. So that that's you know you're banking on him being that guy. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's why he he's got to nurture these guys. You know what I'm saying? And go through it. You know and and yeah. you know Chris and Watson. I mean, three guys are three guys are playing a lot for him. Chris yeah. and Watson. And Romeo Dobbs, Dwayne and, Dobbs, uh, yeah, Samori uh, Tour, yeah. So yeah, they, he was a, he was a seventh round pick, right? Right, exactly. But you know he's got to play now. You and know you, what I'm you can say one thing: Green Bay has always done is they have found these receivers third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds and turned them into Pro Bowlers. Like you that. know they've done that, but it's the growing pain, you know. But it's good to go. Uh, Randall Cobb when he went to Kentucky, wasn't he a second round pick? I thought second he was like third? third or something like that. Second yeah. or third, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, so they find these guys. Well, when you've only had two quarterbacks since 1993 and both one's in the hall of fame and one's going to be in the hall of fame, That's you imagine just having two quarterbacks, you know, in a span of 20 something years. That is you know. crazy. Man. Yes. Crazy. You look at teams like Cleveland, they've had 29, 30 different quarterbacks since 1999 <laughs> starting quarterbacks, okay? Exactly. You know, exactly. here's a team that, you know, but then again, they've only been to three Super Bowls in that time frame. They've won two of them, you know? Right, But right. the other question I wanted to ask you, Mr. Brooks, and hopefully Mr. Ellis will jump on sooner rather than later is, when it comes to the deal, 
that Denver and me and Seattle made in exchange for Russell Wilson. Seattle got Noah Fant, a tight end. Good tight end. Defensive lineman Shelby Harris. They threw in Drew Locke, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they got a fifth round pick. Plus, they got two first round picks, two second round picks for this year, next year. And they got a fifth round pick, and all they had to give up was Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Did did Denver? And, and then you look at where Seattle is right now. Everybody thought, man, they're done. You know, Geno Smith has been holding holding up his own up there. He has been balling. Yeah, he's did been Den- balling. Not holding he, his own. He's been balling. He's been by that last game. He came out balling. Yep. They put up 40, 48 points. Did did Denver get fleeced in this deal? Yes. Why? Because they knew they knew uh they knew Russell wasn't playing to the level that he, you know, we were used to seeing him play at. He didn't have, you know, he didn't have it like he used to have it. And they saw it. You know, even even with he was hurt last year, but even when he wasn't hurt, he didn't put up huge numbers. And I think they saw the writing on the wall before, you know, before it happened. He just didn't do it. Just like I mean, I think that that um the Eagles fleece the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. and all as they did, they they knew that Carson wasn't the same Carson. They knew Carson was on his way down. They knew he wasn't playing at a high level anymore. He couldn't play at a high level anymore. Mm. So that's why they got rid of him. They got rid of him at the optimal, most optimal time you can. So I think they fleeced the Colts. And the Colts keep getting fleeced. They, I mean, they've got to go out and just draft somebody like they did Andrew Luck, man. Ever since Luck left, man, they're just trying to, you know, patchwork the quarterback position. You just can't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, since Luck left, man, who have they had there? I mean, it's been musical chairs. You got to draft a guy, man. I mean, that's 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 basically how you do it. You've got to draft a guy to come in to uh to lead your team, man. Well, I, I can see what they were doing. The Colts were trying to do. They felt they had the nucleus everywhere else except quarterback. And they do. <laughs> yep. A running game and yep. a great defense. Offensive line, pretty yep. good offensive line, defense. They felt Carson Wentz would be that X factor in terms of getting them over the hump. That turned out to be a one and done. Matt Ryan is like 15 years into the league, and, you know, he's a smart quarterback. Um, but but is he the answer? And obviously it's not working out for him right now. Um with with the coach, but you're right. They need to just man up and draft their future quarterback. Now, yep. to get an Andrew Luck, you got to draft high in the draft to get that particular quarterback, which I don't think they will be able to next year. Um, but somewhere you've got to take, you're gonna have to take a chance, and you may have to draft. You know, you may have to bring in another veteran, but somewhere, but you got to draft a young guy and try to groom him along to see if you can turn him into yep. a, a a Cooper Rush. You know. Yep. You know, initially, um, that's why I'm looking forward to seeing what this Kenny Pickett can do. Now, obviously, he got thrust into the battle. Um, you know, we knew that though. We knew that we was knew what's coming. Yeah, and he's going to go through his growing pains. Yep, yep. You know, and, but uh, can't. But do you think? Um, do you think the head coach can weather that storm? Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I think Mark Tom, Mike Tomlin has carte blanche in that city. I think the only way Mike Tomlin leaves that that team, that team would have to go two and fifteen or six and six and eleven before Mike Tomlin would even be considered being fired fired in that organization. They don't change coaches, Barrett. I was there ten years. They don't. I mean, Chuck Noll left on his own. Bill Cowher left on his own. Yep. You know. Yep. 
Mike Tomlin has been there 15 years and counting. And oh, by the way, again, you can't emphasize enough. He has never had a losing season. Yes. Now this might be his first. They're one in three right now. It might be his first, but I don't know how he does it, but Mike Tomlin gets, gets guys to play for him. His best rusher, TJ Watt is, is out indefinitely. And they're 0 and 6. They're, well, they're 0 and 8 now. 0 and 8 when he doesn't play. When he doesn't play. Okay. When we don't know how, how long he's going to be out. So he's out. You don't have a you don't have a future Hall of Fame quarterback anymore. So this will be Mike Tomlin's biggest test to date yes. in terms of keeping trying to keep this team above water. I don't know if he can do it with this this current group because their offensive line is not that good. Right. Their defensive line is not what I'm used to seeing from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Absolutely. You know, and now yep. without TJ Watt, their linebacking core. I mean, they still are decent, but the linebacking core isn't the same. You know, so this is going to be Tomlin's biggest test in terms of trying to turn that team around this year. This is this this is an off year for me because he, my son, you know, what I'm saying he said he's he's bet like he's bet like uh, all his friends fifty bucks. You know that the Eagles, I mean that uh, um, the Eagles will, will, will lose to the right. Steelers. He's a Steelers fan, man. You okay, know, he grew up in the Steelers locker room, so you know he, okay. he he's a Steelers fan. And he bought he bet like five as you know his his, his boys fifty bucks. But if he wins, he gets a hundred from them each. Mm. But he's gonna have to bet. I'm telling you, yeah, bro. You, I mean, you got two hundred fifty dollars because you you paying about two hundred fifty dollars this uh this next game, bro. Mm. <laughs> they don't have a snowball's chance of beating <laughs> this Eagles team. Not even uh, close. No, no. I that, said, did, that... you, did they give you points? He said, no. I'm talking about stress. I, that's bad. That's bad football, right? Yeah, there. That, 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 yeah. You got you got fleeced in that deal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, while while we're on the subject of Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin this week was asked about Von Miller, and basically Mike Tomlin said, he said, you know, some guys are aliens visiting from another planet, and I thought it was the ultimate compliment. He's talking about how Von Miller is just so different, just a freak right. of nature. <laughs> he said some guys are just aliens visiting from another planet. And and it, and it was it's funny, but I think it's the ultimate compliment you can play, you can pay somebody, especially a, a, an edge rusher of Von Miller's caliber, because that dude, there there's edge rushers and then there's Von Miller, you know what I mean? And when you consider how long he's been in the league, and he's still bringing the heat, man, that's a tribute, that's the ultimate tribute to a guy who's been doing it consistently for his entire career. And boy, his country is a box of cornflakes. Is it cowboy? Wear cowboy hats, cowboy boots. <laughs> he's, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what he think he is, man. You know what I'm saying? He is what he is, though, man. Well, he Texas A and M guy, Texas guy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I kind of understand it. I kind of understand. Yeah, it. but you, you know, we know football players are a different breed. I know you played with a number of guys where you make you stand up and they'll go, "Hmm." Right. You wonder if he was yeah. all there. Right. You right. know, you, you talk about James Harrison. James Harrison was a different dude. Bro, when we talk about a different dude, he was he was definitely like he would it was no problem for him to sit there and eat by himself and looking like Debo, you know, looking like this. Mm-hmm. He was that type of dude, man. Like that wasn't something that wasn't something that he um that he made up. That was like his 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 personality. It was his personality. That's the way he was. That's the way he, he carried himself. Who who's who's the craziest player you ever played with? Hmm, the craziest player I ever played with. Or allegedly crazy. Ooh. 
Man, I mean, I I really <laughs> play a lot of with a lot of crazy, crazy people. Yeah. Um. You know what? I I'd have to think about that because I really didn't play with guys that were just nuts. You know, you would say was just nuts. Um. I mean, I played with a guy. You know, I mean, I played with the the most common guy I ever played with that just you know, just was just like you know, all right, one flew over cuckoo's nest. It's probably. Well, his name best described. His name was Tony Simple. What? What and, flew over the cuckoo's nest? Yeah, his name was Tony Tony Simple, and he was just simple. I played him in Detroit. His last his last name was Simple, and he was definitely the simplest guy I ever played with, bro. Tony Simple. Why? Just a simple dude, man. Like you know, some of the stuff he asked, I'm like, did you really just ask that? You know, I'm, I'm looking like, huh? And we had this guy, you know, um, you know, Mike Compton would always. You know, Mike Compton would always be on his back, man. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't yeah. do anything right because Compton would be on his back saying something crazy to him. And, you know, he's, he's, he, he said, you're so dumb, you couldn't spell dumb, could you, Simple? And 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 Simple just look at him like with a crazy look. I'm like, dude, you you don't let him talk to you like that, man. You know, oh, I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about him. I'm like, dude, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about you. Please help me help you. You know what I'm saying? It was just, he was just a simple dude, man. He was, he was his name, simple dude, man. All right, all right. So, so let's let's take a spin around. Uh, we promised people we were going to give our top five NFC rankings. Yeah, we tried. And... See, we tried to give. Uh, we tried to give. Um, try to give Rob a chance to get back, but he's yeah. He's, you know, yeah. Rob out Rob out there in the witness protection program somewhere. <laughs> you know, I don't know how or when he's coming back. Uh, we assume he may be back, but uh, as far as we know, Rob might be on the phone with Xfinity right now because you can tell his blood was boiling. And he said at 302, he was going to have a choice conversation with Xfinity. A lot of, the amount of money uh, yeah. that he's paying. I'd hate to have Rob come back on thinking he's not on camera. And all of a sudden, he's chewing out Xfinity <laughs> and we're all listening in. That would be worth the price of gold itself. Right. Mr. Brooks, I'm going to let you go first in terms of ranking. Your top five in the NFC. Well, top five. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? Top five teams in the oh, NFC. Oh, top five teams. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I thought no, I thought we were going. Um, we're gonna let's go wide receivers first. Let's go with the wide receiver course. Why? Because you don't have your top five teams prepared. Is that what you're telling me? No, because I think we were going with wide receivers first. We talked about okay. the wide receivers first. Okay, all right. So, is there any argument who has the best? I mean, we're not even counting the Giants. Well, uh, see, that's, that's that's why I wanted to go with. That's why I wanted to go with this. You know, because. I think there is something to say, you know, if they had if they had a quarterback. Okay. If they had a quarterback like Jalen, yeah, or like Dak, how good could these guys be? And okay. you look at <laughs> <laughs> he escaped prison. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, shout so- out to to Panera in the in the Lawrence Park Shopping Center in Broomall. Wait, yes. so. so- so how far is this from your house? Uh, it's like seven minute ride. I, I flew here. I like I'm driving here like a maniac. I'm here. I'm ready to roll, man. There can be no more disruptions. Were you were you cursing yes. out the door? Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. We would... he just pops up in a glass window behind him, a brick wall. I'm telling you right now, man. It, Rob, I am. I'm Rob, fit to be tied, man. Rob, yeah. do you need help? Blink twice if you need assistance <laughs> of any kind, right now, Rob. <laughs> No, we were we were just about to talk about the um, the the, the uh, to rank the receiving cores in the okay. NFC. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you missed my questions about Aaron Rodgers and, of course, um, 
about who got fleeced in the deal between did, did Denver get fleeced in the deal with uh, Seattle? We can come back to that after the break, you know, right. if you want to. Okay. But uh, right now we're going through um, the best receiving cores in the NFC. And I let Barrett start because Barrett brought up a good point. So, Mr. Brooks, I apologize first and foremost that I cut you off because he suddenly popped up. But will you continue, sir, with your dissertation? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just saying when you look at the receivers that the Washington Commanders have, if they had another quarterback, mm-hmm. how could they be, you know, Johan Dotson, man. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he stays in the end zone. Uh, Terry McDorland, uh, McLaurin is probably one of the most underrated, yeah. um, all-encompassing raw receivers you can have. Short game, long game. You can throw pass to him underneath. You can run gadget plays with him. Then you look at Chris um, Curtis Samuels. Curtis Samuels, man, he could do that gadget thing that you know they're doing with with with, with Debo Samuels. And right. um, the 49ers. Right, right. Well, I'm looking at them. And then they have uh, Cam Sims, who hasn't done anything just yet, yeah. but still has the capacity to do it. I'm looking at that receiving core, man. You get you, – you really – if you get those guys around a quarterback, can you imagine how dangerous they are? Yeah. You, and, you got that. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying yeah. because I played with similar type of guys to those guys right there. That's why I know, you know, the Eagles great – great wide receiving core. I mean, you know what I'm saying, with, with you know, what we have. But I play with guys like Antoine randall uh, uh, um, uh, Cedric Wilson. Hines Ward. Hines Ward. Right. Those smaller type of receivers that could ball. Mm-hmm. And I see these guys as the same little mixture of them, man. So, I mean, I, I pose that to you guys. I mean, that, I can go, I can go tit for tat, you know what I'm saying, level for level right. with the Eagles right. and the Washington Commanders receivers. Wow. I'll tell you what I really wonder about. You remember how before the season started, McLaren and the other guy, it was like a love affair with Carson. I I wonder how much longer that lasts, where we're going to start hearing the anonymous leaks that the quarterback's not getting the job done and Heineke needs to get in there, give Sam Howell a shot. Like, I think that's coming. Yes. Because these guys are being underutilized. McLaren, you know, et cetera. I mean, he's got, what, 14 catches, 250 yards, a touchdown. It's okay. But it's only 62 yards per game. He can't be happy about that. Curtis Samuel can't be happy. He's getting like 54 yards per game. Dotson, although he's been in the end zone four times, 38 yards per game. These guys, receivers aren't usually ones to bite their tongue. You know what I'm saying? So eventually that's going to start getting ugly, man, for sure. I'll take it a step farther and say if Washington had a decent offensive line, Carson Wentz would be a better quarterback and the wide receivers would be able to showcase their skills better. I think the biggest problem on this Washington team is the offensive line. And that's why they're so handcuffed in terms of being more explosive in the passing game, more consistent in the passing game. And these guys that Barrett just talked about, Terry McLaurin, you know, Jahan Dotson, uh, Curtis Samuels, are not able to showcase their skills better because that offensive line is abysmal. And I'm being kind when I say abysmal. They are, man. I I just see them. I see them as – they're more explosive than you know than than they're they're being used as. Can you imagine if those guys had a decent quarterback? Imagine those guys with 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 Brady, or or those guys with um with 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 somebody like uh, uh Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Or you know I mean any quarterback man they would be almost unstoppable man. So that's why I want to bring up the wide receiving course in our division because those guys are unbelievably talented. All of them can run. All of them are quick, fast, explosive. Yeah. They're just not being used the right way. Can you imagine them with A-Rod or 
or or, or even Patrick Mahomes? Come on, man. Yeah, Come I mean, on. look, the three teams in the division have a, a nasty, you know, threesome here. Dallas with Gallup and, and Lamb and Brown now. Da, da, da. Yes, all yes, the time. exactly. And then the exactly. Eagles rolling with, you know, Brown and Smith, and whichever third one you want to pick, whether it's Pascal or, the, or if you want to go with the wheels with Quez Watkins, they're all formidable, man, and legit. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. I, I, I look at Dallas's situation, and now that Michael Gallup has come back, I think that makes that passing game that much much more dangerous. You know, if I was a Dallas fan, my biggest concern would be whenever Dak comes back, Noah Brown's going to be the odd man out because Dak is going to go to both Gallup. He's going to force the ball at times to go to Gallup and C.D. Lamb to get him the ball. And Noah Brown, and as you guys heard me say this during the offseason, I said it last year, Noah Brown could emerge as a very good receiver in the National Football League if given a chance. Yes. If you know teams are going to try, try to take out C.D. Lamb in a game, Noah Brown should definitely be a decisive third option. Now, now Dalton Schultz is a good tight end, but he's been hurt. We don't know when when he's going to be up or down. But there's just that connection between Cooper Rush and Noah Brown that doesn't exist between Dak and Noah Brown because Rush, Rush and Brown have spent so much time on the second team offense, you know, getting to know each other. You know, but I, I think Dallas has a formidable a group of wide receivers down there as well in the perfect scenario. Noah Brown is stepping up because he has so much camaraderie, like you said before, yeah. with Cooper Rush. Noah Brown showed a lot of potential last year towards the end of the year, which is why they let Cedric Wilson walk and go to Miami. Yeah, yeah. That's why they let him walk. They, were, they wouldn't necessarily let him walk, but what they saw in Brown allowed them to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He wouldn't let and, – and, you know, it's funny, Cedric Brown – his, I, like I was talking about those three receivers, Cedric yep. Brown. That's a, that's actually his pops. You know, I played. Oh, uh, okay. Pops. You know, okay. his pops played at Tennessee, but yeah, he 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 was that good, man. He was that good that they they let him go to Miami, and he's been a mainstay as being that third receiver that nobody sees, and he kind of gets lost in the sauce, and right. all of a sudden, bam, you got a big play, a huge play. The ball ninety percent or eighty percent of the time goes to uh, CD Lamb. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? It goes CD Lamb. Yeah, and and because of that, you know it it's going to open up even more now that they got a Michael Gallup back, man. So yeah. So I'm looking at you know, look at and a running before. game that isn't as good as we thought. You know, right, so they're probably right. going to be throwing a little bit more. Right, it, it, right. exactly. Right. Um, and, and then all right, you look at the Giants situation, and. Man, you talk about a mess with the Giants. You know, we assume that their top receivers coming into the season would be Kadaris Tony, Kenny Galladay, um, um, who's the other one? Sterling Shepard. Well, Shepard's on IR. Kadaris Tony now is questionable. He hasn't done much. Kenny Galladay has been in the doghouse. Their leading receivers are David Sills, Richie James, and Wandale Robinson. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Where did they find these cats? But right, you know, Dable gets coach of the year in the decade for what he's doing so far with this team. Oh my goodness! Exactly. I mean, Richie James is a leading receiver. He's got only 15 catches for a buck 55, no touchdowns. Sterling Shepard's only playing three games. He's next, so he's you know he's on IR. Uh, Saquon Barkley is your third leading receiver right now. So that that should tell you how how bad the Giants' wide receiving core is at this time. Well, look, yeah. man, they're all hurt, man. I mean, 
Tony's hurt, Robinson hurt, and Galladay is hurt. Yeah. Well, what what happened to Slayton? Now Slayton's played three games. He has two catches in three games. What is that all about? Yeah. I'm that was Daniel Jones's boy the past yes. three years. Yes, he has two catches in three games, two targets, two catches for seven yards, and one touchdown. It, it does. It makes it all the no, more no remarkable. Zero touchdown. Yeah. What Saquon's doing? I mean, because yeah. you, they're loading bo- the box for him. You know what's coming, and he's still yeah. able to do this. It tells you how truly good he's been. Absolutely. He's been the, amazing, man. He's and been it's amazing. Hap- it's happening behind a patched up offensive line, which is even more amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, I, mean, I sort of feel like this can't sustain itself. Now. I agree. Like they're they're going to start. And, and I, I give him credit for what they've done so far, but they're about to, that's about to go down. But, but the fact that he's your leading rusher after four weeks, no, no real pass catchers, a quarterback who's more of a, he should be running the, the wishbone instead of being an NFL type, <laughs> type offense. Um, a passed up offensive line and he's leading the league in rushing and he's kept him in so many games this year. I mean, you know, you're right. Davo, he should, he might end up getting coach of the year for this. He might have a losing record and end up getting coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah. If they're it, like eight, and nine. No doubt. You know, last week he, he's got Daniel Jones playing receiver cause he can't move just to signal the plays. It was a whole thing. I mean, I don't know how they're doing it, honestly. I really don't know how they're doing it, but I don't think it's going to keep up. I think they lose this week, and I think that's kind of starts them, you know, going down a little bit. And then this really becomes a two-horse race in the East. Absolutely. Well, let's Absolutely. see. I'm looking at the Giants since they had such a bad schedule last uh, bad schedule last year. So they got they've got Green Bay coming up uh, this week. Uh, where is it here? The schedule for the Giants. Okay, so they've got Green Bay coming up this week. Then they've got Baltimore. Who's to say Baltimore can stop them? Yeah, maybe not. I mean, Baltimore's going to be really desperate, though. Just keep that in mind. Okay, then after that, they've got Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit. Yeah, not 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 killer. Not a killer, for no, sure. No, yeah. I mean, those are games they could very well be in. Yeah. You never know. Absolutely. With this yeah. team. Yeah. No, it's uh, – look, I think what they know is they found the right guy at coach. They're going to have an interesting decision at with Saquon Barkley, you know, what you do going forward, how much money you're going to give him. I yeah. think that's going to be a decision. Obviously, they yeah. need a quarterback, but you know they're they need they need help on the offensive side for sure. And their defense has done a nice job. Yes, they you know, yeah. Wink Martindale was a great hire. Love, yeah, it was. Yes, he yeah. was. Yes, he yeah. was. He was a great hire, man. Un- unbeknownst to us, that he was going to be that good. And and he remember he didn't have his his uh, elite he pass rushes from the draft. Yeah. You know, so he's done it, man. He's definitely done it. And look at what's happening in Baltimore. Oh, well. You know? A coincidence? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. but that's what I said. The, 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 that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's a that's a valid point. You know, since yeah. he left Baltimore, they've unraveled. Mm-hmm. Now you got Marcus Peters yelling at the head coach and back and forth. I mean, hey, yeah, you know. But I said during training, well, he was uh, a nut. He's a nutcase, anyways, though, man. He's well, a nutcase yeah. anyways. But I still want his head on straight. I, I still think he's a very good cornerback, cover corner. Yeah. I still think he's a good corner, but you want his head on straight. But obviously, at Baltimore. That Baltimore defense through the years has taken a lot of pride at being a good defense. Yeah, they're not used to being in a situation like this where they've unraveled in back-to-back games in two different ways. You know, and, and that's and that's when you show your true colors. When things start going bad, who's 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 in the boat with you? You know, right? And that boat's right. leaking bad right now. That boat's yeah. leaking, and 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 right now there's there's no there's no relief at hand because. The defense can't stop anybody, you know. So what do they do? No. Um, and right now they have a quarterback that's trying to do everything. He's trying his best. 
to carry this team on top of his back. You right. know what I'm saying? Like right. he, he's like what's the name Atlas, the guy holding the Charles Atlas. Charles, he's holding yeah. it right now. Yeah. He's holding it right now, and they're not giving him any help. Yeah, it, they are, and that's one of the reasons why Harbaugh's, you know, wedding wed to these analytics right now and trying to go for everything because he doesn't trust the defense is going to get a stop on the other end. He can't say that, but that's what it is. Right, right, all right, all right, guys. So the moment of truth now. Time to rank your top five teams in the NFC. Who okay. wants to go first? I'll, I'll hit it. I'll hit it first. All, all right. right, I go 49ers five. Mm. Bucks four, Packers three, Cowboys two, Eagles one. Okay, now I really debated with the, what I saw from the Niners defense on, on Monday night, moving them as far as three. And I really feel like the Bucks are kind of teetering on, you know, kind of flipping the wrong way. Yeah. But I still have them there because of the defense and because Brady's there. So I can't discount them. That's the trouble I had. I really didn't have much trouble with the Eagles one and the Cowboys two, frankly. No, no. So I go, no. I go Niners, Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, Eagles. All right, Mr. Brooks. Um, I'm gonna go Dallas. Uh, I'm going Dallas five. Mm. 49ers. Um, no. See, I, I I can flip flop the Bucks and the 49ers right now. This could, you know, the the 49ers are new in my head. They're fresher in my head than the Bucks, and I haven't really watched a lot of film on the Bucks just yet. But I'm gonna go Dallas 49ers, the Bucks. Then I'm gonna go Packers and Eagles. Mm, okay. All right. So, I, went, I mean, that's, that's okay. the, you know, Packers, uh, the Eagles, number one, Packers, two, Bucks, three, right. 49ers, four, and Dallas, five. Of those five, which do you think is the shakiest? I think it's the Bucks. I think, I think the Bucks are the shakiest. That's yeah, why I, I have them in front of the 49ers because, like I said, it's just so fresh in my head what I saw them do, how they dismantled the Rams the way they dismantled them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They beat them, but they only beat them in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that's why I'm I'm so hesitant to make them move them up to number three. They started balling in the fourth quarter. That's when the defense took over in the fourth quarter. It was an even game throughout the game, though. You know, what I'm saying? even though the 49ers looked better, right? They were like evenly matched because I saw the 49ers. I mean, I saw I saw the uh, the Rams defense start stepping it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's tough for me to go. I know that defense of the Bucks is going to be there. And then right. I know the quarterback right. is there, so that's yep. why they edged out. And we went to, they stayed at number three. Yeah, they yeah, stayed you, at number three. You wonder, how, you wonder how much the quarterback is 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 being distracted by this, the rumor out there that they've him and his wife have hired divorce lawyers. You know, you're trying to do your job, and you're worrying about this stuff as well. Not, not with him. I don't know. Not don't, with him. I, I do believe his bigger problem is you don't know who's he. <coughs> excuse me. He doesn't know who's going to be in the field. We yes, week that's out. the biggest that's problem. That's the right hardest there. thing. Yeah, just, factor, you you know. saw the way, like, what just getting Mike Evans back, he was like drooling. I mean, every throw was to oh, Evans. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, I don't blame him. Um, so I, I think that's a big problem. And they, they don't has Fournette really gotten going? Not really. No, no. so he doesn't have an, a you know, a running game to lean on either. Um, uh, their defense is good. I mean, look, the, the Chiefs lit him up, but that's the Chiefs, but yeah. their defense is still really good. Um, so I'm not, I, I'm, I'm. They're the one though that I think could 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 go the wrong direction of those four teams because it feels like with, with Rodgers, he's just going to keep getting these young dudes better, yep. right? And they're going to get better yep. around him. It yep. feels right. like you know, we talked about the Eagles a ton. Dallas, I don't know what it's going to look like when Dak comes back, but there's still a lot of talent there on the defensive side and the offensive side. I hate to admit it. Um, and the 49ers really just need competent Jimmy G play, and they're going to be fine because that defense is a wrecking crew. Absolutely. So so when it comes to my top five, I put Tampa. 
Tampa's that team that's teetering right now to me. Uh, you saw how mediocre their passing game was against Green Bay when he didn't have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They were down three wide receivers in that game, and it cost them <clears throat> at the end. Number four, I have Green Bay. Green Bay's run defense has got to pick it up. The defense plays well. Their secondary can flat-out cover, but their run defense is killing them. <clears throat> uh, number three, San Francisco, for all the reasons you guys just mentioned. <clears throat> this should have been Jimmy G's team from the start. Right, the 49ers right, right. are so lucky to have Jimmy G back. He could have gone elsewhere. That team would have been a disaster with Trey Lance going down with an ankle injury. <clears throat> so, I mean, my allergies are killing me. Sorry, guys. Um, but with Jimmy G playing the way he played that last game, just an efficient game, the way that defense is feeding off people, 49ers are going to be a monster to deal with. Dallas, people in the chat talking about there's no way that Dallas is number two. This is the NFC, not the NFL, the NFC. Dallas has 15 quarterback sacks right now, one behind uh, the Eagles. The only flaw in Dallas I see right now is the fact that they are susceptible against the run as well. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> I think they're giving up almost 130 yards a game rushing. They are. Yep. But when it comes to pinning back your ears and coming coming after the quarterback, there is no faster defensive front in the NFL right now than the Cowboys. Those dudes are playing like fast and furious football when it comes to putting pressure on quarterbacks. And I know people don't want to hear that. And, of course, the Eagles right now, definitely number one. When you look at the turnovers they've generated defensively, the last two games alone, you look at how the secondary is held up in man, man-to-man coverage. Nobody can stop their running game. Their quarterback is as efficient as you can be and has won four games four different ways. Miles Sanders is playing with that proverbial chip on his shoulder. The offensive line, you know, it gets, it gets nicked up. The next next man up mentality is, is held up well for them in terms of what they need to do. And we, we've talked about it. We agree in unison that the Eagles are the most complete team right now, not just in the NFC, but the NFL. So Absolutely. definitely the Eagles head and shoulders number one right now in the NFC. Yeah, I would agree. I think, yeah, look, quality list. Is, but if I'll ask you this last thing on this, I know we've got to get a timeout here, but the, if you're looking at teams that are on the outside looking in that aren't including yeah. the five that, that all of us put out there, I really like, I'm having a hard time seeing which team, you know, maybe gets on a run. Like I, I can't make a case for anybody else in the NFC East, East, uh, I could, you know, I, I didn't like what I saw from the Vikings with, with, with the Eagle, where the Eagles took them apart. Absolutely. I don't like anybody in the South. And, and, you know, I guess the Rams, the Rams would be the one team would, would, that I, that you can't completely dismiss yet. <clears throat> but that's it. That's There's one other it. team. That's, that's about it. it. Yeah. And this is, you know, um, Stafford's not having a good year. It's no. Cooper, it's Cooper no. Cupper bust. You know, whether it's the run game or the pass game, you get Higby a little bit involved, but nobody else is doing anything, including Allen Robinson. Right. And the defense isn't as good as it's been. Nope. Nope. No question about it. Um, and Rob, before we take our last break of the show, I have to ask you this question um, as well. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you heard the whole stat that I gave you. No, give, give me Rodgers. it again. All right, here's here it. Aaron Rodgers has thrown fewer than 10 picks in, in a season for 12 consecutive years now. Hasn't thrown more than five interceptions in a season since 2017. He already has three and four games. He's on pace to throw 12 picks this year. Will he reach 12 picks this season? Yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Because a couple of those won't be his fault. It'll be a miscommunication. It will be uh, through a receiver's hands because you don't have Devontae Adams and some of the beasts that he had in years mm-hmm. past. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it will not necessarily be Roger's fault, but yes. Yes. Mm. And uh, did, did Denver get fleeced in the trade 
to Seattle for Russell Wilson. Seattle got two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick. They also got Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and of course we throw in Drew Locke, you know as well. Did the, did the Broncos get fleeced in that deal? To be determined. I don't know yet, Derek, and I'm not yeah. copping out. I, I don't, I don't, I can't go there yet. I, the one thing I worry about with Denver getting it together is I don't know if this guy can coach. Like, I don't know. Oh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Okay. I just don't know. If you had a veteran coach who had been there, done that before, I might feel differently. But I don't I don't like the, the way that any of that looks. They're hiring a right. consultant two weeks, right. three weeks in. Not yeah, good. Right. That's not, <laughs> not good. good. That's not good at all. Not a good one. I look. mean, some, some teams do bring in an offensive consultant, like a retired off. I get that. But, yeah. but three, four weeks into the season, eh, It just felt panicky. Like, why didn't you do it before the season to help the guy if you felt like yeah. he was a little bit overwhelmed? Well, I, I understand. Yeah. Well, yeah. He didn't know he was going to be overwhelmed. You know, this is his first time really being a play caller right. slash head coach, you know. So, um, I don't know if he called – did he call the plays? When, he, when you got a player like – like a Rod, you know, how do you call those type of plays? Right. You know, how and do you, you how have floor uh, who's such an offensive mind too? Bro. Right, right. So how this might be his, <clears throat> like Doug? We thought Doug would be over his head, and I mean, he he ended up fighting his way through it because he had a great offensive coordinator, right, that helped him out so much. You know, what I'm saying it took along a lot of the responsibilities to help him through that. But he didn't have anybody there, so you kind of need that type of guy there. I mean, look right. at you know, look what happened here in Philadelphia. You know, he. he you know, Nick was like, yo, this is this is overwhelming. I need you help me. Please help me right now. And 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 you know, it worked out perfectly for him. That's tough, man. That's that's really tough. It is tough. It to is call tough. plays like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's uh let's get a quickie in here, guys. We'll come back, we'll do some birthdays, we'll do some movies, we'll put the finishing touches on this. We'll circle back to the birds and the Phillies as will you well. will you be back? I'll be here. I, I might actually go outside. I'm, I might see how the outside and sit and sit in that weather outside. Oh, that's right. You're a penguin. You like cold weather. I'm a, I'm a gamer, man. I'm a will gamer, you get a, Will takes. you get one of those famous Panera like uh, bread soup bowls? I love those things. I yeah, and I like their Caesar salad. Oh <laughs> yes, oh, the little the little baguette, the little baguette that goes along. Man, with it. As long as you take long. Maggie, as long as you take Maggie some salad I'll and soup bowl. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Day. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. 
The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. What's up, everybody? We are back. I went outside. So they used to have tables outside. And I guess because it's been so rainy and bad uh, lately, there's none outside. So I try, I explored for a second. Plus, there's like, there's, like, there's like two teenagers out there hugging and making out. So I don't need to be near that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, did you see what Maggie said in the chat? She said, and on your way home, bring home dinner. Add that to your honey-do list. <laughs> So you better get her some soup, some soup, soup in a bread bowl, a nice Caesar salad, and a nice sandwich as well. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, better, you, you better make sure. I will. Hey, uh, by, by the way, uh, before we get too far gone, because I know we're close to closing out, um, just wanted to tell everybody, the latest Gun on One drops tonight at 7 o'clock. My guest is my man, Ike Reese. And as we discussed, um, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, this team in general, I, I did a, 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 a thought came to mind and said, wait a minute. The last time this Eagles team started 4-0, 2004, they went to the Super Bowl. So with Ike, I started asking him a few compare questions. T.O. or A.J.? This offensive line or the 4 offensive line? This linebacking core, 4 so on and so forth. These cornerbacks or Lito Sheldon, you know? And you're going to love, if you take some time to either watch it right here on Jacob Sports Media Network or wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, you're gonna love some of his answers. Um, um, I, I, I pulls no punches. No, oh, yeah. He'll tell you why. Yeah. So. I, I never a shortage of words from Mike. It's great. Yeah. He's always, he's always got something to say, man. Yeah, I mean that yeah. in the best possible way. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, all you right. Yeah. Check that Charlie out. Charlie Murphy. John Dickerson, Ike Reese, aka Charlie Murphy. A little bit. Unity. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Oh my goodness! Yeah. And then oh, Charlie wow. Murphy kicked uh, kicked uh, Rick James in the right. hotel room. Oh my goodness! Um, oh right. my goodness! So um, let's go birthdays. Let's all go right. birthdays today. Uh, Kate Winslet uh, from Mayor of Easttown, Delco's finest, where I'm hanging out right now. 47 <laughs> years old, uh, Kate Winslet. Titan, uh, Titanic got an Academy Award for that. Uh, yeah. She's done. I mean, she's great. 
Unbelievable uh, actress. Yep. Neil deGrasse Tyson, of course, yep. uh, astrophysicist and everything else that he does. 64 years old is Neil. Ray Kroc, who founded McDonald's. Oh. And was the Padres owner. When, when a young Derek Gunn was covering the team, uh, was born on this day in 1902. Ray Kroc. Wow. Okay. The great Bernie Mac. Uh, lost yeah. way too soon. Born in 1957. Dude, yeah. when he did that, when he did that stick at Def Comedy Jam, I ain't scared of you. Yeah, you know what? Yes. That put him on the map, dude. That I have never it. laughed so hard in my life, man. Yeah, that whole tour was a game changer for a lot of guys. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, Jamie Eisenberg, who's you know, you've seen him in tons of stuff, man. Yep. I think Social Network, everything else. He's 39 years old. Mm. Travis Kelsey, brother of Jason, 33 years old. Travis. Uh, Bob Geldof, who was the uh, Boomtown yep. Rats lead singer and the founder of uh, of Live Aid, yep. and and you know everything else that went along with that. Seventy one years old. Uh, Al Ludden, who was a longtime game show host back in the day, was married to Betty White at one point. Al mm-hmm. Ludden, born this day, nineteen seventeen. Uh, Donald Pleasance, actor, born in nineteen nineteen. Grand Hill, fifty years old today. That's right. Yep. Wow. The, uh, okay. the Duke rate. Mario Lemieux, arguably the what second or third greatest hockey player of all time, fifty-seven years. You know, old. he was the only player. Uh, he's only the third player who retired and was inducted into the Hall of Fame and came back and played. That's right. That's dude. Great. I, you know, I know. I know we're short on time, but man, let me tell you something. Covering that team, dude. I covered the team that cup that won back-to-back Stanley Cups. Ron Francis, Rick Tockett. Tom Barrasso, Ulf and Shell Samuelson, Kevin mm-hmm. Stevens. Dude, it was like the Lakers on skates back then. Yep. They were and, loaded. And do you know, I didn't know this, but Lemieux, he had so many health issues. You know, he went through lymphoma. Yep. He had back problems, so he about uh spine problems so bad. People had to tie up his laces skates for him before he could yep. go out and play. Yep. And I saw this stat that jumped out. In his career, he played 915 out of a possible 1,430 games. He missed so many games because of injuries. That's crazy. It still man. was one of the best to ever put on skates in the game. Yeah, it's amazing. It yeah. really is. Truly, you're right. He is. He is. and a gentleman too. Good guy. Yes, he was. Great guy. And uh, I got two sticks of his a game away. Oh man, that, that could have set you. You would have been like that guy who caught Aaron Judge's ball if you, yeah. if you had held on there. Yeah. <laughs> the only new, huh? Um, Larry Fine of the Three Stooges, who's a Philadelphia guy, yep. was born on this day in 1902. The great Larry Fine. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yes, yes, Larry. Oh, F1 racing, uh, Kevin uh, Magnuson. He's 29. There you go, Barry. You know, there you um, go. And then also, one of the funniest follows on uh, on Twitter. I don't usually go to Twitter, but I follow him. Rex Chapman. Yeah. Rex Chapman. Yeah. Rex yep. Chapman turned. Uh, Rex Chapman turned 54. How about that? Wow. Good call. Good call there. Um, all right. So Steve Miller from the Steve Miller Band is 79. Barry Switzer is 85 years old. Wow. Okay. Today. Okay. 85 for Barry. That's all I got uh, birthdays. I got some really good movies. You got any more birthdays, Gunner? Yeah, Brian Johnson, who was the third lead, lead singer of ACDC. Um, Karen Allen, who made her yep. film debut in Animal House in 1978. Jesse Palmer, the former University of Florida quarterback. And uh, Guy Pierce, who played in the movies uh, Prometheus, Iron Man 3, Alien Covenant. He's uh, 55 today as well. Oh, okay. you left out Nancy Hilton Rothschild, sister of Paris Hilton. Of the famous Hilton Hotel oh, Nikki, family. Nikki Hilton. Nikki, yeah, Nikki. Yep. Yep. Nikki, Good call. Nikki. Yep. So, Good call. That's it. All right, birthdays. Training day. This day, 2001. You mean movies. Movies. Movies, sorry. Uh, training day. This day, 2001. Ooh. Great uh, all, movie. All Great timer. movie. Yep. All timer. Uh, 
Ten Commandments. I think, Gunner, you referenced it the other day. That's right. This day, 1956. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, 1961, an all-time classic. Michael yep. Clayton, great George Clooney movie, yep. 2018. Good movies this year. Yeah. Uh, three or four years ago, A Star is Born with uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Wow. Uh, 2018. Uh, Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller, which is a very funny kind of yeah. offbeat uh, movie. Uh, 2007. Did I miss any? No, I think that's it. And we're, we're running low on time. Anyway. Yeah, when you, when you talk about Training Day, some of the best lines ever in movies, man. Oh. You know, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. You know, and then when he tra- he betrayed his friend, shot him in the chest. Breathe, dog. Yes. Breathe. I'm yes. like, come on, man. Yes. Oh, bloody. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I- I'm going to go home and yell at some people. So uh, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Take dinner. Be- Take dinner. I, know. I will. I will. Yeah. I will take care of all that. But uh, thanks for the patience, everybody in the uh, chat room, everybody streaming, everybody, uh, everybody listening. Appreciate uh, you hanging with us and me in particular. But guys, good job today. We're back at it tomorrow, same time. So everybody stay tuned. The National Football Show with Dan Cilio. And thanks to Xander Krause producing the program. We will see you guys tomorrow at noon Eastern. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.